Good evening, Richie. How are you? I'm very well. Yourself? I'm all right, mate. I see Mr. Carter is late. <laughs> well, goes without saying, doesn't it? <laughs> nice of him to uh, be, you know, timely with his uh, timekeeping. Um, although he did message to say, I'll see you in 10 minutes, didn't he? 10 minutes ago. Yeah, he's probably doing his hair, is he? Probably. He's doing his hair. <laughs> that was like his first life. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a second now, isn't it? Oh, second. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. He must have followers, mustn't he? You have to. Uh... <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, brilliant. Okay, well, we'll just give we'll just give uh, a few people a second to join, and then we will bring in Matt from uh, Gills in the Blood, um, who is uh, backstage waiting patiently, um, very kindly. Here's Mister Carter. So let's get Mister Carter in. Um... All right, kiddo. Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. How are you? Yeah, I'm all good, mate. How are you two? We're all right, mate. We're all right. Look um, at that bond. That's, that's all I've got. <laughs> yes. Uh, good evening, Brian. Brian's watching. I was speaking to Brian last night on the uh, Red Horde stream. Uh, so Brian is here again already, which is cool. So listen, we're going to do things in a chaotic order tonight. Uh, we're going to start by... Uh, picking up the pieces with the uh, Gillingham preview. Uh, and we're going to bring in Matt from Gills in the Blood. Um, uh, I shall add you to the stage now, Matt. Good evening. How are you? Hello, chaps. You all right? Yeah, good yeah, evening. not bad. Not bad, mate. Not bad. Good, good. Thanks for squeezing us in today, buddy. And I appreciate the invite. Sorry to uh, delay everything. I was uh, We was overrunning. The first one went wrong. The link kept not working. So everything then oh. got pushed back. So. Always well, the case. We are here. Always the case. Good stuff. Right. Well, we're glad you're here anyway. Uh, but I am conscious that you. Thank you. Weren't you supposed to have another one at half past six? No, this is the last one. No, oh, all right. Okay. After five, then half five, and then I had to do another one in between, and then you guys. So no, I'm I'm all right now <laughs> for a little while. All right. Cool. So we're not. We don't need to rush too much. Uh, other than to let you have your tea or whatever. I'm guessing. Unless my dinner comes in, and then I'll be off like a shot. I won't lie. <laughs> well, if you like Richie, it'll be a KFC. It'll turn up in about fifteen minutes. Mine's for heaters, I think. For heaters are being made as I speak, so. Oh, very nice. <laughs> All right, good. So, um, uh, we'll, we will let a few people fire questions in as well when they uh, when they catch up. Um, but we'll just start by uh, sort of looking ahead to, to, uh, to Saturday. Mm -hmm. What sort of shape are you in at the moment following the sort of transfer window and any injuries? And how's the squad looking? Because you've been on a nice little run lately. Um, Nice-ish. Uh, I think it's four wins, four draws and two defeats from the last 10. So we're hard to beat, but it's only one win in six, I think. So it's been, it's been a bit in and out. Injuries are just starting to bite a little bit as well, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I think we're going to have probably four. I think George Lapsley's unavailable. He's done hamstring. He missed Tuesday night. Um, Joss Andrews, January signing, still recovering from a problem that he had when he arrived. So he won't be available. Dom Jeffries is out with a thigh problem. Uh, and then Jorge Hurtado, who we signed on loan from Watford, who'd, who'd been very impressive in, in three cameos. Unfortunately, he's picked up a, a knee problem and gone back to his parent club. So it looks like we may not actually see him again, unfortunately, if he needs surgery. So that's a that's a pain. So in terms of the January transfer window, in, in the, the main area was obviously strikers because we've not scored enough goals. Are we stronger now than we was at 9am on deadline day? I'm not so sure. But... Um, We'll get behind the boys and we'll um, see where the next 13 games takes us. 
All right. Yeah, I've seen flashes of Hurtado. He looked a real live wire when he's uh, when he's come on. Yeah, he's been really good. Like I say, for 45 minutes against Swindon, he was almost unplayable at times. But it seems one of them challenges is, is, is what's caused the problem. And it's one that sort of flared up a couple of days after the game. And now we're in the hands of Watford and, and their medical team to see what the plan is for for him in terms of surgery and recovery. And, and then we'll just have to hope that we can get him back for maybe the running. OK, so you, you, you're, I thought your form had been quite good, but you were less enamoured about that. Last six is uh, defeat, draw, win, draw, defeat, draw. So six points from 18. So a bit in and out, like I say. Not losing. Uh, I guess the flip side to that is Wrexham haven't been particularly brilliant away from home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we don't score a lot of goals away from home. So what do you think? What are you expecting to turn up on Saturday? Not sure. Just I've been looking at your team from from Tuesday night, and there's there's a lot of rest and rotation, and then there's a ridiculous bench that scares the, the hell out of me. I'm not going <laughs> to people like Elliot Lee and Paul Mullin and and Ben Tozer, and that have all had a Tuesday night off. It's um it shows the strength in depth that you've got, and it's probably stronger than any other club in the division aside from maybe Stockport. Dare I say? Yeah. Um, yeah, you've got some strikers there that are probably like fifth and sixth choice that I'd, I'd take in a heartbeat to come and play in our team. Um, We'll send some of them to you. There's a couple of them. There's a few of them that are not very popular at the moment. So, uh, oh, well, maybe, none of ours uh, have been popular for some. months. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you want to give us Paul Mullin for 90 minutes, I'll take that. Well, I wasn't necessarily thinking of him, but no, I didn't think you would, to be fair. I thought I wasn't sure it'd be that one. No, but um, no, it's, it's, it should be a good game. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We've sold out, you've sold out, I believe. So, it's going to be a full house, and it'll be, um, be an intriguing afternoon, I think. The owners will be on us, of course. We're the home team, so we've got to try and be on the front foot. You can play on the counter to a degree, but I don't think you're a team that's just going to come in and sit in and, and play a low block or anything like that and, and just let us dictate play. So I'm hoping that that almost helps us out and it means if you're being aggressive and on the front foot that, that we'll have space to play in as well. And I know it's an old cliche, but I think the first goal could be massive. Yeah, now that's interesting because um, last night actually was the first game. You Correct me if I'm wrong, lads was the first game that actually we were on the front foot and pressing. Because um, normally we do sit in a low block, uh, okay. just break things break things down and then launch the, uh, what should we call it, a direct ball uh, <laughs> uh, to get away from the goal and to get up the pitch. So, uh, But last night was different. So that re- we'll see whether we continue with that or whether we do go back to normality. Because I don't think, I wasn't expecting that last night, Richie, were you? No, we've got our erection back away from home. That's what I would say. Ooh, interesting, yeah, of a fashion. Um, well, I'm not sure we've seen too much of that before, but there was some energy that we haven't seen perhaps before, wasn't there? Um, so that's uh, that's good. Now, foolish, foolish me tipped you to win the league at the start of the season because you were making big splashes and looking quite aggressive. So um, I bet in summertime you were really excited, were you? Yeah, yeah. I think after after everything that had gone on in the previous sort of eighteen months, where without the takeover we'd have we we wouldn't be having this chat. We'd be a national league club. I'm, I'm absolutely convinced of that. But since the Gallinsons takeover, which came two days before Christmas 2022, you know we was statistically we was one of the best teams in the division from January the first till the end of last season. So of course the hope was then that you're going to push on. I think unfortunately winning our first game four games four nil. I think expectations probably rose to a stupid level and that's come back and bit us on the backside a little bit now because you know when things do drop off 
people. I, I, my feeling was just that I think a lot of fans thought after the first sort of month of the season that we was just going to turn up and roll teams over, and it was never going to be like that. There's too many good sides and there's too many big hitters in the division for it to be possible. Adding the factor that we was only scoring one goal a game, that was never going to be sustainable either. He wasn't going to keep a clean sheet every week and, and win yeah. and win the title, winning one 0 It's just not possible. Goal scoring's been an issue for probably two or three seasons now. It's still not improved enough, and the fact that we're still in touch with the playoffs is probably. I don't know, it's certainly testament to our defensive play and it's it's probably a case to say that we're overachieving a little bit with a, a minus eight goal difference with 13 games to go and still only outside the top seven on goal difference is, is, is frankly mental. But I think any team sort of down to 15th at the moment think they can get into the top seven, such as the, yeah. the congested nature of that, that part of the table. But you never know if we go and beat Wrexham on Saturday, the confidence goes through the roof and we might go on a bit of a run. So there's... There's still loads to play for and we've still got to play loads of teams in and around us. We've still got to play you. We've still got to play Mansfield. We've got to play Barrow twice. We've got to play Crewe, Harrogate, Wimbledon. So we can't say that we're relying on other people. This is all in our hands. It's just yeah. up to us now whether we've got the the wherewithal to put a run together and, and, and grab enough points because I think I think the, the points tally to get in the playoffs might be lower than it's been in recent seasons. I don't think it's going to be sort of 75 and upwards. I think you might get in there with around 70, 71. Um, so, yeah, like I say, it's up to us now. But we're going to have to be at our best on Saturday because you're a very good side at the level. And obviously you're looking at, at top three as a minimum at the moment with your game in hand. Uh, just a quick question, Alex. Did you can get the memo of that we're supposed to be wearing fan up gear here or what? What is because I've just Richie's just just readjusted his camera to make sure that he's uh, his fan up jersey is in there, and then I see Matt's got his hoodie on. I think it's a hoodie. I can't quite. Tell. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, did we not get the memo here or what? I'm feeling a bit left out. Yeah. I know. How come we've not got some free merchandise? <laughs> Richie, you've got something to answer for. I was just going to say it must be down to your tactical selections on the app. That's all. That's because, the right answer. I, like <laughs> I bought me lad in one of the shirts. That's why. That's uh, that's what it was. I got tucked um, up because I kept asking about kid sizes because my daughter comes to games now. So they, yeah. they said, "Oh yeah, we'll get the black one in kid sizes." So I ordered that for her, and then literally two days later, they introduced the pink one in kid sizes as well. So I had to get oh. that, and also she's got more merch than I have. Uh, well, <laughs> hey, who knew fan up was the future of uh, of all things? Uh, all things podcasting. Um, so update, update people briefly on what you're doing before we go into the weekend a bit more. Update us on what, because uh, we do have people that listen and watch back who mm -hmm. consume any content, whether it's written, audio, video. So tell us what you're doing at the moment from your point of view about Gillingham. You've got so a bit of an online blog, haven't you, and stuff. So uh, We've got Jules in the Bud TV, which is the YouTube channel. So yeah. if... If, if you do want to go and press that subscribe button, it'd be brilliantly appreciated because I think we're only 35 away from 3,000 subscribers now. So that'd be absolutely massive. So I keep promising every week on our show that there will be a prize giveaway if we get to 3,000 and that won't just be open to Gillingham fans. So it is worth pressing the subscribe button. It's a fan um, of hoodie. We've got, yeah, yeah, it might be one of the kids <laughs> pink one, it'll be. <laughs> um, we've got a blog online as well that we use that's you can yeah. find that through our twitter um, bio there's a link in there obviously got twitter or x or whatever it's called now yeah uh, i've got an invite only facebook page that's generally just jules fans though but then we've got an instagram page as well all under the same name so if you search jules in the blood tv on any of the uh, the popular social medias you'll um, you'll find us but you won't find me on tiktok or um, snapchat because i'm too old no there's too many they're just too many to manage it's a nightmare 
No, so the three ones are YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram for anyone they can follow us on there. Absolutely no okay. problem at all. Yeah, see, Alex, Alex is what Alex is the one for those TikTok dances. I regularly regularly see videos of him doing daft dances. Do you see him as well, Richie? Well, apparently it's going to go outside the mouse going on the big screen as well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, so let's just touch. There's a question there. Emma said, what was the, the game against Stockport? Was that a good point or what was the situation with that? It was a good point. Yes, that's your answer, Emma. We was um, we were rubbish first half. We were better second half, but but neither team did enough to win it. I think I think both sides had one shot on target. I think both sides. I think both keepers made one save from long range efforts. That was about it. They had a cross that hit the far post that would have been lucky. Um, yeah, if it was a film, it'd go straight to DVD. So yeah, decent point in isolation. That's not like our game last night, which was just bedlam and chaos everywhere. Oh, yeah, so, I did say, yeah. <laughs> that's what one one even the even even the opposition fans might have a look at that to see the uh, the uh, hilarity that went on in that game. To be fair, um, so uh, coming into this weekend, then uh, who are the two or three sort of standout Jills players at the moment that Wrexham need to be wary of? Um, I'd say one that goes under the radar that, that's been really good all season is Ethan Coleman, who plays central defensive midfielder, just keeps us ticking over, breaks up play, keeps yeah. it simple. He's very good. He'll be aggressive, um, likes to get on the ball. Um, won't be expansive with his passing range, but like I say, he's one of them that just sort of goes about his business quietly and you tend not to notice him and he, he very rarely drops below seven out of ten. Um Maxime is one that's benefited from the, the change of system since Stephen Clements has gone to a back three. He's played in the middle of a, of a centre-back trio and he's been very good. He's our captain at the moment. Um, nearly 400 games for the club. Um, so, yeah, a real stalwart of Gillingham Football Club. He's, he's been absolutely immaculate for, for a good while now since the change of formation. I'll try and find an attacking player, but when you've only scored 31 league goals, it's a bit tricky. It depends, <laughs> depends if we rest and rotate. I'd say if... Um, if he's fit to start, then I'd go with, with Ollie Hawkins, who's got, I think he's got three in his last eight and an assist since coming back from a, a really bad injury. He missed sort of July right through to December. We've not seen him. So he's he's been really good for us. He's a, a big part of how we play. Direct, focal point, big and strong, holds it up, flicks it on. If we can get him in the game, then um, then, then we'll cause you problems. Yeah. So, so that'd be my three. Okay. And then the flip side of that is there's there two or three that you're thinking, well, oh, it'd be nice. It's about to think ten or eleven that I'm thinking about that <laughs> you lot that scare me. Yeah, so <laughs> go on, pick out two or three, and we'll tell you if they're playing any good or not. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, Elliot Lee, Paul Mullin, uh, Stephen yeah. Fletcher, James McLean, yeah. Ben Tozer had a rest in the week. Um, oh yeah, they're all brilliant. They're all going to score hat tricks. <laughs> oh, let's get on. Let's get on the betting app. Over twelve and a half goals. <laughs> No, but it might surprise you, to be fair. Like, Toza's been out of the team for a couple of few weeks, hasn't he? Um, he's been yeah. rested, shall we say, because his form was a, a little bit uh, a bit squiffy. Um, Elliot Lee, similarly, was rested for the first time last night. That was the first time he'd been dropped. Um, so he'd been basically run into the ground. So he carried us at the start of the season when Mullin was injured mm-hmm. um, uh, and not sort of playing. Um, but then his... his, his He's just, you know, his, his form's just dipped a little bit, given the fact he's probably knackered. Uh, Mullin's been a little bit in and out, and he lately, because of the fact that we've sort of signed Jack Marriott in January. So they're trying to give him some minutes. And we've just not had anything that's clicked up front lately. Um, so Ollie Palmer's seen in and out, Sam Dolby in and you out. Just, you can't invite a Gillingham fan onto your podcast and moan about it not clicking up front. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> Well, but obviously on Saturday it's all going to click. 
Uh, well, oh, yeah, you said they're the, going to get Ettrick. Well, Fletcher's been the flight of the bright spark, I would say. He's the key for us at the moment, interestingly. He is the one who is scoring and does sort of do the link-up play. And despite his, what is he, 37-ish? He's, uh, yeah. But he's still got the class, you know. So, um, so yeah, he might be the one that you, uh, you know, that you, you keep your eye on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't just think this is some old timer collecting a, a paycheck because he's uh, he's been right up there for us. Yeah, he's, he's just been looking at his numbers. Yeah, he's been phenomenal since he came on board. Yeah, fair yeah. which was weird because obviously it, it was an accident that we ended up with him because obviously we were buying Luke Armstrong on deadline day from Harrogate. That all went pitong, and then was it a couple of days later, uh, Richie? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. He's, a couple uh, of days later, it was a uh, you know he was there with the shirt out of nowhere, like so. Uh, I think it's probably done us a favour because Armstrong scored one goal in I don't know how many games for Carlisle. Um, so uh, just funny that sliding doors moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, formation wise, still three at the back, or do, have you have you varied that at all? Has Stephen Clemens tweaked it, or what's he doing now? He, he, he was he was very much four three three when he first came in. Like I, said, I think that was very much his Premier League and his, his Championship coaching background. But he quickly yeah. learned fair play to him that. I think sometimes you have to go two up top at this level and you have to have almost a battering ram type, someone that's just going to occupy centre-backs and just be a real nuisance. Um, so that's been one of the positives that he's learnt quickly. But yeah, I'd imagine it will start with with a back three um, at the weekend. I can't see us changing away from that. It keeps us solid defensively. It allows the two outside centre-backs to step into midfield and we can then hopefully try and keep our wing-backs high and play in your half. But again, it'll it'll change throughout the game and it depends how much of the football we see as well. But yeah, I can't see us going away from a variation of a, a 3-4-1-2 or a 3-4-3. Yeah, okay. Um, so we'll do well, we'll do predictions. We'll go around and get predictions off everybody and mm-hmm. then we'll just talk about uh, away fans coming to Gillingham because there'll be some probably coming for the first time. So, uh, go on, Alex. What, what, what's your... Uh, well, she, he's normally quite. He comes out with some wacky ones. Alex does. There's a five nil coming here or something. Come on, Alex. No, I'm usually quite level-headed, respectful. Do the gum in decent form, like Matt says. Um, beat Notts County, I think, a few games ago as well. So obviously, a, a team who can score goals and cause a threat, despite their um, paltry goal tout in general. Yeah. Um, you know what? Last night's given me a lot of confidence. I know we'll talk about MK Dons later on, but I think we're going to go to Gillingham and get a decent result. I'm going to go for 2 1 to Wrexham. Confident. Go on, Richie. Quick question Is Johnny Williams available? Uh, yeah, he should be. He played, I think he got, uh, yeah, he got, I think he played, if not quite a full game, he, he played the majority of the game Tuesday night and I. Not obviously press conferences Thursday, but he, he didn't go off injured or anything like that. So unless something happens in training between then, then I'm, I'd, I'd imagine he's a, a bit available for selection. That has a bit of a bearing on on my score, really. Um, okay. From what I've seen of you, he makes you tick. He's a he's a creator, which we're missing really a little bit sometimes. So um, I'm going to go three two again. Oh my life! Do you think they're who's going to score three? Well. We've got a very good knack at the moment of um, possibly own goals or potential close to own goals um, with some of the way that we defend the ball in the box. But I'm going to go through just, well, I think we'll just scrape it 3 2. Game of the day. Okay. Game of the day, 3 2. <laughs> uh, Brian must have checked very quickly to see if Johnny Williams played. I think, I think that's you. what he's referring to. 
uh, and he thinks he played at least the night he played the 90 or played the majority so uh, it's it's one of those things when you're trying to guess but you don't know whether people have got knocks and niggles and you know got, got in an ice bath afterwards because they've got you know all sorts of injuries so uh, it makes it difficult um I'm praying that we're going to win 2-1. Our away form hasn't been great. Um, but we need to start winning because this is make or break time now. But I think this is we've got to people teams have got to start putting a run together now. Um, and if we want to be in that top three, these next two games, we've got you and then we're away at Forest Green on the Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to take be taking big points from there, I think, because the others are not going to keep dropping points as often. Uh, we've got lucky the last couple of weeks. So uh I'm praying for a 2-1. Uh, but we'll leave the last word of the uh, the Gillingham section up to you, Matt. You can go out in a blaze of glory here if you want. Uh, this could be as fun or, or as factual as you want. Go on, mate. I, uh, what, you want my score prediction? Yeah, go on. I um, was stuck between head and heart. Head says oh. one all. Okay. Um, but if Ollie Hawkins is fit and we're at it, then I think we could sneak it by two goals to one. I mean, we've all, we all back our own teams, don't we? But no, yeah, if, if, I was, if I was asked for a head, I'd say one all score draw. OK. Um, and then people coming to the ground, obviously, they'll be rocking up. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of people who've never been, give us a bit of a, a little bit of a chat about what's, the, what's there, what are the facilities like, what's the, what's, how glorious is the away end? What's the best in the world, isn't it? The open-ended terrace yeah. that's that's been there for twenty years and it's still temporary. <laughs> Bless them. It looks like your your fourth stand now, doesn't it? So you'll be home from home. It might feel a bit like that, uh, but look like nearby facilities, pubs, railways. Yeah, there's a couple of pubs. Like... Uh, yeah, railway station's only a ten-minute walk from the ground. I think there's a couple of pubs in Gillingham High Street. Um, I always point to people if they want to look up where to go is. Um, on Twitter, if you go and look up the account, the Match Day Man, um, they cover each ground in detail to tell you where pubs are and that. There's Brilliant. fast food outlets in around the town as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you'll be able to get fed and watered, so to speak, before coming in to um, sample the delights of um, that open-ended terrace. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Well, listen, uh, or oh, Brian thinks it'll be a 1-0 away win. I think that's... I'm not sure about a clean sheet myself, but I don't. I'm not confident in clean sheets at the moment. Um, but listen, I really appreciate your time tonight. You go and have your, your fajitas. What are you having on them? Is it chicken or what are you having? I'm not sure yet. The boss is making them. I'd imagine it's chicken. Yeah. So looking forward to them and then a, a bit of telly. So once I've um, uploaded our match preview as well. But no, thank you for having me on. It's been a real pleasure. And apologies again for delaying you. Ah, don't worry, mate. No problem at all. I appreciate that, mate. You you have a nice evening and good luck after Saturday. Exactly the same to you. I hope you're rubbish at the weekend and uh, safe trip down if any of you are travelling to the game. Thanks, mate. Thanks very much, Matt. Excuse me. Right, we're out. We're out of order. We're out of sync. Uh, how are we feeling ahead of Gillingham after that? Confident. Yeah. Okay. That was quite interesting that we got a. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say muted, but. Um, you know, maybe maybe we don't have to fear that away game as much as perhaps we thought when you dig into the detail. Yeah, you know what? A lot of my confidence is based on last night. Um, I know we'll go into the MK Dons review a lot more later on, but I think last night showed us that we are a decent team away from home. Um, yes, it'll be tough. Gillingham are in good form. In their last playoff place, I believe, seventh. Taking points off Notts County, off Stockport in recent matches. 
Um, so tough game, but we're third for a reason and they're seventh or eighth. So I'm going there. Well, I'm not going there physically. Too long for me. I'm not a top red, but going into it with uh, a lot of optimism. Excuse me. That's the, the tail end of the bad chest. Uh, Richie, you've not, you're not dead. What, what happened? Just realised I thought you were like you were on death's door or what was going on? Well, it's still there, but still got antibiotics to finish. But, um... Oh, have you? Yeah, uh, that fan of t-shirt will help. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me and Alex, me and you are gonna we're gonna liaise and we're gonna be come on in matching clothes one week, and he'll, Richie will be on his own, uh, and we'll we'll leave him out. Or we'll get a KFC ordered at the same time. That's <laughs> probably the same time. <laughs> Love it. Love that. All right. Well, uh, what what if I told you there was another guest coming on in five minutes? Would we be Wouldn't excited? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. So, what can we talk? Uh, what can we talk about for five minutes before he potentially come? Unless he's messaged me, I better check the messages, haven't I? Uh, yeah. No updates at the moment, so we should be good in five minutes. Um, so, tell any news? Anybody picked up on anything? What's happening? The games are coming thick and fast. We haven't got time for any gossip or rumours, have we? No. Is any you know? Well, um, anybody, anybody, any anybody got any whispers about who's going to have this free spot in our squad? I haven't heard any names at all. There's um, nothing out there. Uh, John asked for injury updates. Does anybody know anything about the injuries? Did I hear somewhere that James Jones and George Evans are both out for about four or five weeks? Oh, you might, might have. You <laughs> might have. I heard it from. Well, that's the word on the grapevine. Oh, okay. Where did you, you, what, you, you can't remember where you heard that. I think it was you, actually. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, that was the, that was, to be fair, that was the, the, uh, there was, well, I'll tell you how it started. It started because, uh, I think it was on Facebook. Somebody referred to a Facebook post that said James Jones is out for the season. Um, and uh, I never saw that post, but I'm, I'm reliably t- be uh, I'm reliably informed that was the, that was one. Um, and then very quickly after I sort of questioned that, I did get a message off somebody who said, "Yeah, I think uh, the actual uh... oh hello Kim Kim's here by the way Kim Kim the fountain of knowledge is here." He's telling us it's nine degrees C, so, um, so that's all right. If it's uh, if that's nine degrees, as long as it's not raining, that'll be quite nice conditions, won't it? For the UAN, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You don't want rain if you're uh, if you're uh, if you're there. Uh, I'm just trying to find the message so I can. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to tell you, you sent it me, but I will. Oh, there it is. Uh, they reckon Evans was four to six and Jones three to four. So we'll we'll see. I guess. Uh, but the point is that's midfield is a bit bare, perhaps for a month, isn't it? Yeah, got Luke Young. Yeah, and we will talk about Luke when we uh, when we talk about Notts County because uh, Richie can't wait to talk about Luke Luke Young because he sent us all a message today saying, "Can we have a section on Luke Young?" I have no idea what you're going to fill said section with, but you can talk as much as you want about him after. I hope you've got some. Are you going? Have you written him a poem or what have you done? All I'm going to say is. We called so a lot of people have called for him, put him in the team, 
you get a decent set piece at last. That's decent set piece. Yeah, that is ironic. That is, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I, the ironic thing is, I don't want to talk too much about last night, but the ironic thing, I thought he'd underwrit it um, because uh, it looked like it was falling short of that front post. I, I think McLean made something of it really well. Um, he, he did a really good job. Did anybody go to Knott's by, uh, uh, to uh, last night, by the way, to MK? No. no Richard, you had to sell your ticket, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, are, you, are you still selling your tickets for Saturday or what, what are you doing? I'm not going to Gillingham. Oh, right. Oh, right. Oh, God. Is, is it protesting? I'm not going because I've got a cold. Proper, proper old flu job this was. Oh, you've got, probably got a chest infection. Yeah. Um, uh, what about Tom O'Connor? Any word? Um, I haven't got word. Uh, but what I will do is at some point I'll put out a post for people to fire in some questions for Tom because I'm going to see him on Thursday I think let me just check I'm not getting me I'm not getting this mixed up oh god I'm so well prepared let me find the uh... do 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 bear with me Thursday I think you're in about the meeting a week on Thursday yeah so all being well I will be with him and Anthony Ford uh a week 29th yeah, week tomorrow, innit? Yeah. Um, so I will put a post out that'll uh, allow people to fire some questions in because at the end of those meetings, sometimes they do allow us to ask some questions. Nothing personal. Don't put an ask. Don't ask anything personal because that'll get bat straight back batted. Um, but we will. Uh, we will see. Um, so we'll get some questions that we, you know, we'll try. Gillingham only had sorry, Kim's here again. Gillingham only had one shot on target against Stockport at home. If they stay anemic, they won't win against Wrexham. Yeah, so that was the problem for him earlier in the season, wasn't it? That's what he was Matt was referring to. They won loads of games one nil, um, and obviously they knew they couldn't sustain that. Um, but they had a little spell where they probably grew in confidence and just managed to grind out one nils quite regularly, and that took them to the top of the league. But um, sounds like they're missing a goal scorer. So inevitably on Saturday when we rock up, somebody's going to look like the Gillingham Jesus, aren't they? And he's going to score like five goals or something. I don't know. Do, do we not? Do we not do, am I the only one who's fearing that or what? Classic Wrexham fan pessimism, isn't it? Um, yeah. No, I can't see it. Can't see it. Um I don't think they've got a prolific striker, have they? No, Anyone who scored more than. Searching. Ten or twelve goals this season. Um, be interested to see what defence we put out with Boyle now being suspended. Yeah, for one okay. match. Well, don't spoil too much. I'm just gonna. I will hold on for a minute or two just to see how late another guest can be uh, before we give up on him, and then we'll just carry on. Um, and then we can have some guesses though. Who do we think might appear in the uh, in the backstage area in a minute? Starkey. No. Mr. Uh, Michael Drunken's the drunken messages Starkey, who messaged me saying, Can I still have that stockport ticket? Um I'm gonna book oh I'm gonna book uh, a flight over now, he said. Um and then he ended up not booking the, and saying, Oh, I'm not coming now after all. So uh, you've got a spare for stockport then? Uh, uh, I might have. Have you got a stockport ticket already? <laughs> not even on sale. 
season tickets that I know people aren't going to use, Sunshine. Ah, right, okay. Uh, yeah, you see, you didn't think that one through. Uh, the Gillingham Jesus, they are, you see. So whoever scores on Saturday is now going to become the Gillingham Jesus. Um, John guessed that Tim Edwards was going to come. I am instead going to introduce somebody much more better looking than Tim Edwards. He's more articulate. He's laughing. He's more articulate than Tim Edwards, and has a far, far better social media channel than Tim Edwards. Oh, I think I know. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna have. Uh, well, I don't know how long we've got with with him, but we will have a few words, and he can tell us all about um, his Rex and fandom and some stuff like that. So, allow me to introduce you to the Beast. Good evening, God, that was quick. How are you? How's it going, Matt? You're right. I'm all right. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Finally, oh, I, I made it. You made thanks it. Thanks for inviting me on. It. No, it's all right, mate. Um, so, um, I well, I can't remember how long ago I asked you to come. come I, can't, I can't remember when I said, come on, come on, come on, tell us what's going on. Uh, so, for people who don't know um, uh, about your channel, give us a, give us, give us a spiel. Uh, tell them where they where they can find it stuff to start with. Yes, Welsh Beast Sports set up August I think twenty twenty. Yeah, and uh, the idea was to cover all Welsh sports, I suppose. But obviously, I'm a Wrexham fan. I'm in Wrexham. Big news happened, so we really got involved in covering this this amazing story that just isn't stopping, is it? Nope. It gets bigger and better, bigger and better, and just fantastic stuff. So you've got a YouTube channel yeah. uh, where you post normally a weekly vlog, don't you? Yes, yeah. The idea and, is to increase the content soon and start ooh. doing more stuff, better stuff. But yeah, once a week, roughly. Yeah. Uh, so you'll normally get a video. Um, and you're, so how, how active would you say you are on, on X and Twitter and stuff? Mildly active, I think. Is that fair? No, yeah, not as much Worst, as I should. Too I need to working on like you two slackers. I, I need to do more, I suppose. <laughs> we'll, we'll start up in we'll start up in the game. So, for anybody who didn't see the last video, the last vi the last video had a spectacular start that I can't repeat on on, yeah. on air. Um, but there was a challenge in there uh, for 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 Tim and um, and for Tommy. I think it was. Mm -hmm. Has the challenge been answered, or what's the update? Yes. Well, I bumped into Tommy on a Saturday outside right. the ground, and he's yeah. he seems to accept it. But he's just laid down with God, do it naked. And I said, hey, that's even better. We'll pull a crowd. We'll bring in the punters then, won't we? So but yeah, people... you might, you're for it. Eh? This might work, you know. So there this is naked, pe naked penalties uh, yeah. is, is, is what we're going for here. At the yeah. home of football. Is, is that Channel 5 will take it. Channel 5 will take it. <laughs> yeah, what's that? What's that? Uh... What's that dating show they have with uh, where people get naked? I don't, what's it called? Naked attraction, you know. I, oh, you knew that. I a bit quick, do it now and again. <laughs> um, so there's naked naked penalties going on in uh, Rostovland. Was it Rostovland? I think it Rostovland, was. Rostovland, yes, the home of football. <laughs> My local Stockland club. Stadium. Alex is going to be the ball boy. Yeah. <laughs> Ten pound an hour. You can have Ten pound an hour. Bargain, so you're going to pay to be the ball boy. I'm an excellent ball boy, I'll have you know. We pay for the best. But I pay for quality, exactly. That's the, that's the way. That's yeah. like, it looks like hey, this, is, this is your legs. This is now. This, this could happen. <laughs> Tim's, Tim's going to go in goal, but he, he yeah. can't wear his Andy Marriott gear because it's yeah. too precious to him, I think, yeah. was the uh, 
was, <laughs> was what he was saying. Um, so, but this, uh, this, I tell you what, this is going to be, this is going to happen in the summer. I can mm. see this. You've got to wait till the it's summer. Like, I mean, you don't want to do it in the pitch. winter, right? No, 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 bloody no, 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 don't do that then. Um, so, uh, catch us up on what you've, which games have you been to lately? I was there on Saturday. Yeah. Great, great results. Yeah. Didn't watch it last night. I've caught up on the highlights. I kept yeah. an eye on it. I've, you know, obviously I reviewed it. You know, a credible draw. Yeah. It looked like Wrexham played very well away from home against a, you know, a decent team off fifth for they. Yeah. I think they played better than the stadium, even though the stadium wasn't full. Yeah. It's a better stadium, better pitch, a better team. They do. They, that's when they perform. When they go down lower down the league, they seem to get sort of out-muscled and out-fought. But from what I've seen, they were the better team. But Quonko did make some good saves and perhaps right at the end, they could have snatched it, couldn't they? Yeah, yeah. My heart was, me, me heart yeah. fell out my pants at that point uh, when he, uh, he got through one-on-one. But, uh, okay, so what games have you got coming up? Uh, anything in the pipeline? I'll be at the uh, next home game. Yeah. I struggle to get away with work and that it's difficult at the moment. I'm not getting the rub of the green. Yeah. And where I at, at the moment with short staff, I can't get any holidays. They won't let me go. I'll try and pull a sickie, but they'll rumble me one day. But uh, <laughs> no, so at the moment, I'm not having a look at the draw. But how do, how do you think that? Um, can you imagine that? I've got I've, I've pulled, you pull a sickie and then you put a video out the next day. Yeah. And you're like, What's going on I'll here? Be, I'll be done when I caught red handed. <laughs> There's loads of reacting fans where I work. There's some good people. And I don't, how many of them were? How many of them know what you're doing in terms of your videos and stuff? Do you tell them or what do you do? Some do. I tend to keep it quiet there, <laughs> you know, but some do. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. See, like I, I've got a 14 year old, and, and like on a Friday morning, when I get that that tweet off you on the Thursday or the Friday, uh, on the way to school, that's what we have on in the car. You see? Oh God. So, <laughs> So you can imagine this week with the way you opened. I can uh, imagine that. that. Well, everyone knows the words of that song. So there's no excuse for not joining in. It's a favourite, <laughs> isn't it? It's a fan favourite. It's although I haven't, I haven't heard it at the race course for a while. To be fair, well, no, we'll have to start, we? That's the only thing. I'm not sure why John thinks this one is going to go off the rails mm. quickly. Um, <laughs> is his comment? Uh, he's obviously a regular viewer of uh, yeah. Welsh Beast TV. He does sub- subscribe yeah. that it's too I'm... old for Naked Pens. No, yeah, I can care. Yeah. yeah, I know. I saw. I saw when, when we said Naked Pens, Richie sort of started hiding. Mm. I saw that. Um, uh, Kim thinks well, the red on suddenly. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Um, so give us a hint at what you want to do then. Um, although I don't expect you to tell us everything, but give us a hint at what you'd like to do with the channel and stuff. Uh, with you saying you'd like to do a bit more, what would be the ideal sort of situation? Well, really, it's more like I said, it's trying to create a brand, isn't it? And like I said, any all, all sort of uh, affiliated stuff eventually. The clothing that I've been developing for a while is going to come, yeah. and that's how it originally started as a clothing brand, an idea for a clothing brand. So I've, I've got some proper clothing, not cheap merch, as I said before. Yeah. Yeah. One of the videos is developed. There's a video properly. about that, specifically yeah. about the merch. It's been difficult to get off the ground, but it will come because, like I said, it's proper clothing manufactured from scratch. So I've had to develop all the tech packs and designs. So that will come eventually. Yeah, and just try and do more videos, better films, more podcasts, get more people on. Yeah, and just just grow the brand into a brand. Like people call me Welsh Beast. 
it's the name of the brand really so yeah that's the idea okay love that so, um so what other sports when you first started it what other sports were you what other, or other teams were you sort of following at the time i know well, you've I focused the, in now because of obviously what happened but what were you yeah doing? and it's difficult to focus on anything else it's hard enough to cover Exxon at the moment yeah and to keep up to date with what's happening let alone anything else but i think kickboxing was one of the first stuff videos i did right in Russ Williams's gym i'm a, I'm a mate i'm friends with russ williams i used to go yeah. there now and again so yeah i think i did some of russ williams first of all i think that was the first video kickboxing video yeah brilliant it, yeah. Uh, are you going to do any more mma or anything like that or what no no i, I might start going back there okay for your we'll weekly say, exercise but, yeah yeah, it'll be a good person to know in a pub when it all kicks off as well, isn't it? Oh yeah, but no doubt it will. <laughs> I know, I know a few people like that, uh, and yeah. I will be right behind them when it yeah. all kicks off. Yeah. Alex is like that. Alex is a UFC champion, aren't you? Yeah. I'm banned because I was too good. I was putting people in bad conditions, so they took my license away. <laughs> um, so. Uh, what else it, around? Oh, let me get rid, rid of Kim's comment because that's mm. making me. Uh, well, it's giving me, it's making me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's putting me off now, Rich. <laughs> uh, who are the other characters then around that you've uh, that you've been bumping into that might make an appearance uh, on the uh, on the channel? Tommy's well, got to be one. Yeah, obviously Tim. I'm getting to know Tim well. I bumped yeah. into him again on Saturday. Yeah. You know, so yeah, all the main guys eventually try and get them all on. Yeah. Try and get all the people associated with Wrexham. Are you in the you same room that you're recording there normally? Yes, bro. I'm, I'm getting he's not, another He's not room. dressed it for us, lads. He's not dressed it. Look, he's not dressed no, it. No, I've actually, I've actually got another setup. So some oh, of the stuff God, is there. Studio. I'm trying to build a studio, which, you know, I'm in between places at the moment. It doesn't help. But yeah, the, the wall's a bit bare. If you look it behind is. me. It does look a bit bare. Yeah, yeah well, get that sorted. I know. Uh, so that merge video. There's something down there. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, hang on. There's something left. Oh, there. There we are. Right. Just behind the titles. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll have to move that up, I think. Okay. It's no good uh, down there, is it? So the merge, the merge video, um, which came out where you showed off all your nice hoodies and stuff. Yeah. What's the, what's the score with all the merch then? Are you waiting for that? Are you still waiting for that? Or is that live now and people can buy it? No, no, it's gonna it's gonna be another couple of months. Okay. So yeah. that where where is that being sourced from? Which Chinese city then is that being sourced from? I'm not sure the exact city, but I know it's made, they're made in China, but listen, they all listen to Tom Jones over there, so it's uh it's authentic here. Trust me. Yeah. It did look nice, the hoodies look nice yeah. to be fair. Yeah, because like there's two samples there. It's yeah. got a lot worse gone into it. Okay. But, uh, it's only um, place to get from. It's only place to get the good prices. It probably is. Yeah. I think Richie's got a sweatshop somewhere in yeah. Rose Duckland, but uh, yeah. he won't tell us where it is. Is that right, Richie? Yeah, all Wrexham shirts. Macron, or where, where is it? All Wrexham shirts are available for the right price. Of course, they are. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're all coming out the back the back door yeah. of that Macron Sports Hub or whatever it is yeah. down there, isn't it? Um, he seems to be very friendly yeah. with people yeah. at Macron, does Richie? Uh, so. Uh, uh, so what do you reckon this season so far, Carl? How have you enjoyed it for the football now? Oh, it's been fantastic, hasn't it? I think, I mean, we all get carried away, especially with this bad run of form. But to be third in League Two, pretty much you know, guaranteed the playoffs. 
I'm definitely I'm not, I'm not in my top three. I think it guaranteed the playoffs. Oh, I looked. They're not going to finish below six, I don't think. No. Okay. So uh, for the first is. season back after 15 years, yeah. they're guaranteed to be in the league next year. So I think yeah. it's gone really, really well. But obviously, mm-hmm. we're all expecting a bit too much. We want them to go up again and possibly as champions. Ooh. You know, Stockport are not doing much at the moment, are they? No one, no one wants it. It's there no. for the taking, but I nobody agree. really wants it. I agree. I agree. Well, Mansfield losing at the weekend after winning nine two, was it? Did they yeah. lose? So it's no consistency. If someone puts a runner form together, it's going to be theirs because it's you know it's not really consistent. Is it? It's very 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 difficult to get a run going. So it's who's going to be? Who's going to be the player that takes us on that run that also adorns what a Welsh beast hoodie or a T-shirt? Who's going to be the one that's going to do it for us? Well, the star man at the moment is a Quanko. Oh, yeah. Okay. He could be player of the season. Yeah. They've got to keep him. I'm going to go on hunger strike if they, you know, until they sign him permanently. That's the next plan. And I'm seriously thinking about it or handcuffing myself to the gates or something. They have to sign him. Pay you can do that at the race course. That, yeah, I'm going to... I mean, there's something... Or to his car. To his yeah, car wheel. Something's <laughs> got to happen. Because they've got to sign him. If they don't, it's going to be a travesty. Yeah. You know, he's a bit lively. He's a bit crazy, isn't he? He keeps you entertained. But he's such a quality keeper. The saves he made on Saturday were excellent. Yeah. There was one in the, the one in the second half that looked easy because it was straight at him. But it was because of his positioning. Yeah. I think I can't remember the player, but he turned and shot straight out of Quanko. But it was his positioning and his concentration. You know, that's why it was such a simple save. I thought that in the second half was a very good save. Quite simple, but great positioning. Very, very alert. But again, last night he made some good saves. Yeah, the only thing with Arthur is do you still have to pay for a letter on your shirt? Because the Quanko is quite a long, you know. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. About- 28 quid just in syllables. Never mind anything else. It'll you? be worth it. I, I think he's the star man of the season. Mullin, yeah. Mullin and Lee were dropped last night, weren't they? Yeah. And I you know, speak to a lot of people, their form, I think, is has been dipping. You'd have to say they're probably Wrexham's two best players, really. Yeah, I'd, I, I, I'd second that. Yeah. And they, they, they just haven't been on form lately, and that's natural. But Parky's made a bold move to drop them. It might help them, you know, focus and regroup. But oh yeah, big move by Parky because they haven't been quite delivering of they lately. I know Lee scored a couple of games ago, but he isn't dominating like he used to. Yeah, yeah, he's been running to the ground. To be fair, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, uh, that last he night. Gives so much. He scored a lot of goals. Yeah, he carried us really. That was the thing. I'm just looking. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm eyeing up that can of. Uh, is that a can of Welsh Beast Sports energy drink or what? Not yet. Not yet. But that's another idea. No, it's I see. I'm on this. I knew. I knew. So it's keeping me alive. <laughs> He's going to sign an exclusive agreement with Prime uh, yeah. to be there. Is there? They'll be his new nutritional drinks supplier or something. I don't know. I'm a connoisseur of energy drinks, but Prime's a load of shit. <laughs> not. Not worth the hype. Hey, they gave Patrick Mahomes a big gold necklace and diamonds and gave him hundred grand. How can it be? How can it be rubbish? I, I, no, I'm a connoisseur. Trust me, I, I, I don't rate it. No, a bit I, like I, I, stuff. Over, overrated. 
I wonder if they'll do a drink on the lang stuff. Has anybody have you two tried a, a tried a prime? Tastes like garbage. Oh dear, that's awkward. Oh. And it's the pink one. You know what was like on 99p in Tesco? It's the first it? one I've ever bought. So I thought 99p, I'll give it a go. And what's the verdict? Tastes like shit. <laughs> they, Tastes like two shit. of us can't be wrong, can it? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, what you know, that's it. That they're finished now, obviously, aren't they? Yeah. Prime is done. Listen, when this gets out there, they when this finished. gets out, that's it. There'd be a massive collapse of their yeah. stocks, uh, and the company will uh, perhaps you can buy it once it goes into receivership, uh, ready for Welsh beast sports. I don't know what you could yeah. call it, jizz juice or uh, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good start. That's the working brand. Yeah, that's the I think I should be brand. in marketing. What do you reckon? Richard? Yeah, well, unbelievable. <laughs> I've just heard the premium stores have reduced theirs by a pound now. Right. <laughs> Solar price crap. I love that. Um, so this season, then, what are we going to do? What what's going to happen? Tell us where are we going to are we going to win it, or are we just going to are we happy with top three and we'll we'll ride off into the sunset like that? I think promotion, automatic promotion. Yeah, top three. Definitely. Do, it? Another party. Oh yeah. In oh, the fantastic, or, or, or where, where where will you be? I'll just be amongst it all, like 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 the end of the last season. Did you get on the pitch? I didn't. Oh, I, 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 I regret it now. I thought I'd behave myself. Yeah, yeah. Alex uh, was the one. Alex was cutting the net yeah. up with scissors. Uh, he's got it. Where is that now? The net? Don't you use it for your veg? It's on eBay. It's for the highest bidder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, Right. Well, go on. Seeing as you're here, let's have some predictions for this week off you, uh, and then I'll let you go and have your tea. Um, what do you What do you think? We've got two games. We've got Gillingham, and we've uh, we've just spoken to a Gillingham chap, um, and we've got Forest Green. So both away. Give us some predictions, and let's see see how good the beasts' predictions are. Well, I think we're back playing well. We've got a bit of you know we've the forms with us, Gillingham. Should be difficult. They were disappointing at the race course. Yeah, they were doing much better than I expected more from them. But I think, I think we'll go. I'll go for a two-all draw, a nice away point, and then four-nil okay. a Forest Green. Oh, you think we're going to spank them? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm and they deserve that. it after calling that game off. <laughs> In fact, we were on the bus. Well, yeah. you, you were on the bus behind me, I think, that, that on that day, if memory serves. You were on one of the buses and we yeah. were on one of the buses. And the rearrangement did me no favours in terms of being able to go, sadly. Yeah. So, uh, I was uh, there. Say that again? I was there when they called it off. Yeah, did you drive that day? I was working with a couple of mates, yeah. We yeah. Were, we drinking, yeah. We got stuck in that traffic near Telford. In fact, that's a that's a video that you need to see. To be fair, because that that was the video that launched the uh, the Pat's coaches to raid, uh, is how I'm going to describe it. I would recommend everybody watches that video post Forest Creed uh, with the Pat's coaches driver. Well, you know, yeah, we get some crazy drivers on those coaches. We've had a few. We've had a few. Every time I go, something happens. Can, what I can Can you remember? Tell me. See if you can, uh, how good your memory is now. You you recalled, I'm saying that very loosely, okay. lads. Uh, recalled, uh, Emma, in fact, Emma said, I've loved the tales from the bus, uh, uh, on the vlog. Uh, can you, what was Mick the what was the what did you call the driver? I no, his name remember. was Simon. 
Simon the Driver. That was his name, yeah. Go on, give us a give us a give us a quick impression of Simon the Driver. Oh, I, do, I can't do it now. Oh, do it. Come on. It was I, I can't do it. I, oh. I don't think I could, but no, he just wasn't asked. When 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 it got called off, he was delighted, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. And that's kind of what happened. Everything happens in these stories. I just sort of move them along slightly. But it all starts off as true. You just have to yeah. go and want to sit there and just let it happen. He didn't do him long enough with Burger King, lads, and that was the ultimately that was yeah. what finished the driver. Simon's career is over now. Because he only gave him 15 minutes he did to get say, a He did say we're going to stop for 15 minutes. And that's not right, is it? No. You spend half an hour at the services, then you at least. Yeah. 15 minutes is not long enough. Well, I tell you what you need to do, uh, and Richie will, uh, Richie will agree with me on this. You need to get, next time you go to an away game and you've got to buy travel, get on the MH travel bus. Because on some of the away days, they have food on the bus. Oh, I can't eat too much on the bus. Oh, well, you just you have a bloody Burger King. What are you on about? I'll take a, I'll take a, I'll take a with me a small drink, perhaps, and a bounty. <laughs> no, what did you have, Richie? You had muffins? Hot dogs? Uh, hot dogs, yeah. Muffins, crisps, drinks. Oh, they had it all for sale on the bus. You don't get that on Pat's Goatis, see? And there's a bit of an update from yesterday's trip as well. Oh, go on. We stopped off at a, a nice pub and restaurant for a 45-minute break. I did so see that. Have I a drink see... and something to eat. Yeah, it was a popular Yeah, it was a popular service station that I'd never heard of, but uh, they obviously knew. So, uh, so yeah. How do you know that, Richie? Just out of interest? No, it was, uh, I got sent the link. It was like... Oh, um, of course you did. Yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is your boss watching? It was a thingy, wasn't it? Um, like a motorbike stop. Oh, if you say so. Yeah. If you say so. All right. Well, listen, Carl, I appreciate your time. Have you had your tea or are you going to have your tea now? I'm going to have your tea in a bit. Oh, what's for tea? Go on. You've got to beat fajitas. Oh, I've got to go and scramble round. Yeah. It's not, not being made for you. Well. No, um, God, no. <laughs> so when's the next bid out? When's the next one due? We'll be, there, could uh, be one, be... there could be one film tomorrow or Friday. That's the plan. Okay. Yeah. Is that what do you mean it could be? Well, yeah, that, that's the plan. Okay. Film it tomorrow, get off Friday. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, but I get easy, easily distracted sometimes, so <laughs> we'll see. All right, mate. Well, listen, um, everybody go and subscribe to Welsh Be Sports uh, on YouTube. Follow him on Twitter, but don't expect to hear from him. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I will see you at a, a home or away game soon. Okay, cheers, Matt. Thank you. All right, cheers, mate. Guys. Take it easy. Yeah, 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 take care. Yeah. There you go, Alex. Have you subscribed yet? Have you? What's the score? Mm, I'm quite stingy with my with the subscriptions and the follows I give out. What? No, you got to sort that out. Sort uh -huh. that out. Um, oh, let me just uh, sort that. So, should we talk some football? Eh? Are we ready to talk some football? Football, right. bloody hell. Go I on, thought man. it was a Jonathan Well, you know, what can I do? What can I do? You know, I can't help it. You know, it's just the way it worked tonight. Um, where should we start? Are we going to start with Saturday? Yeah. Go on, yeah. then. Give us the verdict. Who's going to go first? Give us a, give us their uh, their summary. Go on, Alex. You've seen as you want to talk. About football, yeah. This better, um... be, uh, this better be good. No. Really good game, I thought. Um, always nice to get one over on Notts County. Um, 
don't like that club for some reason. Their fans irritate me. They're a bit odd with all these stats and pivots and possession and XG and crying all the time. Got no time for them, so I'm glad we uh, glad we did them over. Um, tough match. We had to defend very, very well to, to get the three points. I thought O'Connell and Clower for excellent. Um, McLean as well. Stop Jody Jones from having any kind of impact on the game. Yeah. And great goal by Fletcher. How he's pulling off those kinds of goals at 36, 37, I'll never know. But it was one of those games which reminded me about what champions or what teams could get promoted can do. They don't play well, they're under pressure, but they nullify the threats of the other team, find a way to win, hang on. And we've been crying out for a 1-0 win for ages. Just get a clean sheet, get a goal and see the game out. And it was reminiscent of, of last season and the season before when we were just grinding out wins in the second half of the season. So I was over the moon. Probably not the prettiest game of football we'll ever see, but as a team, I thought we were excellent. Yeah, we just needed to win, I guess, didn't we? That was, yeah. the, that was the issue. So uh, it wasn't the day to apps to, to be pretty. Uh, I was a bit fearful, though, Richie, within, was it about like a minute and 30 seconds when Langstaff got in at the back post? Uh, it was very early on. Um, and I thought, oh, we could be in for a long afternoon here. But what were your, uh, what were your thoughts? Yeah, obviously, I watched to watch it on the box in the end. Um, but you do feel, you think, oh, my God, you know, We've given him that much stick, haven't we, from his previous performance, Langstaff, and then he gets that chance. And you, it's a bit of a cliche, but if he had scored, it would have been a completely different game, wouldn't it? Um, you know, you just wonder, you look at it. But a great saving to be on the ball straight away to, for Arthur. Um, fair news to him. But after that, really, that was they didn't really trouble us that much, I didn't think. They had a lot of the ball, which they, we know they're always going to have a lot of the ball, but they didn't really hurt us, did they? No, they were they were impressive to watch. If you watched them, were you on commentary duties, Alex, or what were you doing? Yeah, on commentary. You were on comms. You were on comms. Yeah. Um, they were impressive to watch. Their movement is excellent, and they rotate their front. Their front, even McGoldrick and Langstaff Jones, not so much, but McGoldrick, Langstaff, and Crowley kept rotating their position, um, which was really interesting to see because you don't see an awful lot of that in uh, in League Two. Uh, from what I've seen, so they've got some good technical aspects to their game, but you've got to at the, ult- the, at the end you've got to win a game, you've got to win games, haven't you? And that's been their problem prior to Luke Williams going. They were having a bit of a wobble, weren't they? Um, and then post, obviously, we've got um, you know the, the, they've got similarly play nice football, doing some nice rotations and patterns, but uh, ultimately they've been reliant on Jody Jones, and it does kind of show that if you, I don't think we shut him down perfectly. But if you shut him down, then you can, you know, you're asking questions of them, then, aren't you? Because they, they, uh, when he wasn't creating, there wasn't a lot else getting through. Yeah, I think they're just a very one-dimensional team, very good at what they do in regards to keeping the ball and looking neat and tidy. But I don't think they've got a plan B. They've only got one way of winning games, and I think that'll come back to bite them um, come the end of the season. Even in injury time on Saturday, they were just knocking it around yeah. in midfield. If that was Wrexham, I'd be screaming to get it into the box. Um, but I want to give credit to our defenders. I think we nullified them very well. Um, 
think they had to move Jody Jones onto the opposite wing because he yes. didn't like coming up against James McLean, who put in a couple of crunching tackles. Um, but yeah, not to count. Nice to watch, easy on the eye, but I just think that a bit soft, maybe a bit soft. I think Richie Plan B was. Uh, you might not have seen this. I think Alex, you might have, depending if you were. Uh like digging into notes and what you were doing pre-match. But Plan B was actually at the race course on Saturday. Um, he was there warming up. Uh, I don't know if you saw him oh, running yeah, off, yeah. Alex. Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, it's Jatter, yeah. I mean, he was there doing like a, a bit of a warm-up, um, a bit like our lads do a bit of a warm-up away from the team. He was doing a little bit of that. Um, and, you know, that is, a, that is a big lad that isn't going to be playing football to his feet, I don't think. He was, you know... He looks like he was six foot four, six foot five, sort of size. But I could be wrong. Alex is nodding, so I'm assuming that's you agree that it's roughly that sort of size. Yeah. Um, so I, I suspect up. that's what Plan B will be eventually, won't it? Yeah, he was warming up right in front of myself and the Rexham Lager stand in the commentary position, and he was massive, um, but also very athletic. So I'm glad we played Notts County when we did. We didn't have to come up against him because he'd have given us. A few issues, like a few big lads have given us this season. I think Smith at Salford's one of them yeah. who's yeah. caused us issues this season. So, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see how we get. Sony's come from, is it the Danish league? I think so. And it's not all Norwegian, one of them. And it's not Indeed. easy to adjust, is it? That's the thing. It's different. It's very physical in this league compared to them. So uh, if there's no, there's no, there's no guarantee that he'll be a Matt Smith, is there? But he will be a different option for him to launch it. Uh, who was the guy Hudlin uh, that um, was it that Solihull used to have or Halifax? Six for eight. Yeah, he was at Solihull and he went to Huddersfield. He I went think. to their B team or something. He was he a problem. He, he was a problem for as well. You know, just gives you that different option and uh, very. It's interesting how quickly they've identified that and rectified it seemingly, uh, or trying to rectify it. I, I should say. Um, uh, interesting. Uh, Kim's got an interesting point uh, here. Uh, about I, I think it's specifically about the defenders. Um, obviously, their defenders are the worst in the league. They're not the best, are they? And they changed formation the, the game before Wrexham and had a bit of success. Um, and I don't know whether you could say they had success. I mean, their fans were kind of happy when I was watching back all the vlogs because they they played nice football as as you know they played some Luke Williams type football, but obviously didn't win. But they were quite happy. What would you be feeling, Richie, if you were a Knotts fan? Thing is, the manager's gone in, and he's not gonna—he's not gonna rip up any trees, is he? Um, yeah. Straight away. And I don't mean that because of what they're used to at all, because each manager has their own certain style, and I think we're not. They've got um, a style which they're trying to continue, but by signing a six-foot-seven guy, that ain't gonna happen, is it? You know, there's gonna be a plan B, like you say. I would say that I, they're not good enough for the playoffs. They do pass the ball around well, but you know. You don't get anything just for looking good, do you? Um, they call, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Um, I don't think good enough uh, because they keep having these errors in defence um, where they do concede goals. And like I say, by that one chance, it didn't hurt us. You've got to, when you play the big teams as well, you might only get one or two chances and you've got to take one of them, haven't you, to be in for any chance of getting a result. Yeah. Interested. Did any, so who stood out for you in the game then, Alex? I, I'm guessing we're going to say McLean um, because of the, the fact you've already sort of alluded to the Jody Jones sort of 
uh, challenge, shall we say? Yeah, man of the match. It was a toss-up between McLean and O'Connell, who I thought was excellent as well. Um, yeah, it was the defenders who stood out for me. I think all of them played very, very well. Clare with two, a conquo, two or three really important saves. There was one in the yeah. first half. Yeah. It was a low shot by McGoldrick. Would have been right in front of you. Um, from where I was sat, it looked like it was going in, but he managed it was a Bostock to. Bostock one, I think. One, it was it Bostock. Was it Bostock? I think it was Bostock. But yeah, I was the same. I was right behind it, I, and it bounced. He specifically bounced it around the six-yardish box. And any other keeper that's probably in is. I don't think there's any other keeper that's six foot six. You see, so that's the reason I say it. The size of his arms, his limbs. Yeah, no one else can can save that. Um, I would have just give man of the match to O'Connell. I thought he was faultless. Yeah, Absolutely faultless. What did it look like on the telly then, Rich? Because obviously he gets slightly different. Uh, yeah. Uh, I say t- initial storm. Oh. Into the game. Oh. And went, went into it. Um, start that again because you just disappeared. Okay. Um, obviously the initial start of the game where they obviously uh, they took control and then we grew ourselves into the game. Barney, for me, had a storming game. Um, really liked Barney. I think O'Connell was the man in the match at the back and he seemed yeah. to settle everyone down. Um, and you start to think, do you know what? We may have found a, a, a back three now with a bit of consistency. Obviously, that will change. Um, but, yeah, back what Alex said, really, about, about Max. Um, the, the boy has become a man now, for me. You could, he's reliant. That little mistakes of going out of his game now um, and you're starting to see... You know, with the way he brings the ball forward, gets involved with the attacks now is is great to see. So I think we've got um a lot of people said, you know, for a while we've got a special player in our hands. But I think I think he could be one who goes on the journey with us. Hmm. Okay. Uh well considering you told us they'd sold him uh, not long ago, well, that's yeah, be very well. interesting. Uh <laughs> um, uh, James Jones is out for the season, remember? We all hear rumors, don't we? Yeah. Um I, yeah, I I would second that with O'Connell. I thought O'Connell O'Connell was really good, but Fletcher is the key player for me at the moment. Uh, we we're desperate for him up top because um, he, he's got he's he's the only one really scoring any goals, isn't he? Um, and that's a that's we've got to fix that problem because uh, it raised its head a little bit last night uh, to a certain extent. But um, you know if you're gonna if you're gonna win games, you've got to score goals. So we need to find a pair in that's working, don't we? Because that. We can't carry on scrapping around for a goal here and there, and we can't rely on Fletcher to play every game. Yeah, correct. And I just think Mullin is that good. He will come back into form eventually. I'd like to see him up front with Ollie Palmer. I'm not sure what Ollie Palmer's done or yes. why he's not starting or even in the squad at the moment. Um I know it was a league below, but them two at National League level, when they were on form, they were they were unbelievable. Um, but like you say, we can't keep relying on Fletcher. We can't keep relying on just scoring one goal per game and hoping the defence can keep a clean sheet to get the win. We need to be back to the rec so we were capable of, of scoring two or three a game. And like you say, that's going to come down to finding a, a good, consistent partnership, which at the moment... Um, could be very hard to do. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, anybody who stood out for you then, Richie? Who was uh, any what, anybody good and bad, or was it everybody was pretty good? I think. Yeah, I think James McLean again. He's uh, he's coming into his uh, into a bit of good, really good form. Um, I just think that we were starting to see a couple of people saying, "Oh well, you can only get a decent half out of him. He gets stronger as the game goes on." That was the sort of sort of the rumours that we were all talking about the last sort of couple of months or so. But now I think his consistency is coming through and his experience as well. Mm, okay. Uh, Kim, Kim, Kim thinks Kim disagrees. Says not so good enough for the playoffs. Uh, I think that's a sort of basically on paper they're uh, possibly good enough for the playoffs. But whether or not they make it basically is is the big question. Um, so uh, that's an interesting one. Uh, Brian thinks Marriott and Palmer up front. So obviously we'll talk a bit more about Marriott when we in a minute when we talk about last night because uh, we saw a bit a lot more of him obviously last night. Um, uh, and Kim just uh, jumping the gun there, saying Marriott looked good, dangerous until he had to finish, basically, which is which is one of the points from last night, really. Isn't it? So, uh, yeah, I uh, overall, I mean, it was it was ironic. Their fans were sit, singing songs about the atmosphere and being in the library and stuff. I mean, that is one of the worst grounds you'll ever go to for atmosphere. It's a shocking place, isn't it? It's terrible. So it's embarrassing. Um, so, you know, the irony of them to be sat there singing songs about the atmosphere, uh, which was it was OK. It was actually pre-match was one of the better ones, I thought. Uh, it had that feel of, it, of like top end of the National League about it, didn't it? I mean, throughout the game, it was pretty good. I think the best part was towards the end where the crowd were all singing, getting us through that seven minutes of injury time. Yeah, I thought we were very loud. And to be fair, Notts County from where I was. Couldn't hear them. Sutton made more noise when they came to the race course, to be honest. So, yeah, in terms of atmospheres, not so probably in the relegation zone, league table-wise. What was the what 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 was the situation on the on the telly box, Alex? Uh, did you have Mark Griffiths and Co. or what did you have as the commentary team? I was there, mate. Oh, sorry, I meant Richie. I was looking at yeah. Richie, and I said you. No, um, I actually agree with Alex. It come across that the atmosphere was really good. Um, I think they were saying, you know, this little bit of a rivalry which has developed yeah. uh, from nowhere, really, obviously because of last year. That it, you know, I, I, to me, it sounded really good. Um, like Alex, the last few, uh, the last sort of seven eight minutes, they did. You know, I think all four sides of the ground were singing um, and got the team home. But also, just to back what Alex had just said, when you light a flare. And it gets disallowed, and then you try and put it under your chair. It's funny it. that was. It's um, not. Did much they show that on the telly, or did you pick that up off Twitter? I got a video, and somebody else told me as well. Um, just all I just say is, what an idiot! But you know. I should say, yeah. So just for people who don't know, the away fans lit a flare. Uh, I'm not sure what colour it was. I couldn't kind of tell really because ours are always red, aren't they? Um, yeah. I couldn't quite tell. Uh, but they lit a flare in the stand, didn't throw it on the pitch, it was in the stand, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and obviously that was for the McGoldrick goal. And then when it was disallowed for a handball, uh, I'm going to do an air quotes handball there, uh, they uh, they obviously had to put it out to, to great embarrassment. I bet, guess we better clear that up just so there's no debate. That was Stonewall handball, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Alex, for you, handball, no doubt? I don't think it was handball. <laughs> you, 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 come on, we're here to wind them up. Come on. 
No, it oh, wasn't. No, sorry, it... sorry, I take that back. I mean, yeah, it was definitely handball. Sorry, I'm getting mixed up. I think yeah. the, uh, the doesn't the law say now if it's if it hits you on the sleeve, it's not handball. I think is uh, is the interpretation, uh, and that hit him on the sleeve, didn't it? So uh, technically, I don't think it was handball. He can only give what he sees. He can, well, he can. Yeah. I don't think I mean, we'll take it, obviously. control that ball without handling it, without using an illegal part of his body. Um, it was interesting, none of the Wrexham players appealed for it, though. So no. maybe we did get a bit lucky, but... Well, we'll, take, um, it. we'll take it. Take exactly. We've been on the rough end of a few bad decisions, so we'll take it. And we have, uh, which we will come on to in a second. Uh, Kim just pointed out that MK Don's playing an, air, an airplane hanger. Uh, to be fair, Kim, I think that would be too big uh, for uh, for MK Dons. Um, but uh, so uh, yeah, shall we? Uh, well, let's touch on last night. Then that'll be. Is there anything else on Notts County? Anything else of note that was worth? Uh, the ref was crap. Uh, it was, but we'll take the win. Was it Parky's fiftieth game? I think. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. About that, I don't know whether they're including friendlies and stuff in them, but. Uh, but yeah, um, anything else that we, that was worth noting in that uh, in that game that anybody particularly wants to shout about? From that reaction, we'll say no, and we'll move on. <laughs> so <laughs> last night, uh, it was a telly job for me. Uh, I we know Richie bailed because he's pretending to be ill, and Alex telly job. Yeah, watched it legally. Um, on the official stream, nobody said it. Nobody mentioned anything about legal. Because I'm a good citizen, and I would never stream it illegally. Okay, okay. Uh, if you say so. <laughs> um, so we knew we had to sort of make some changes because we'd seen James Jones sort of. Well, I say we know. We suspected maybe we might have to because James Jones obviously went off in the Knox game. Although he walked, he walked seemed to be walking okay, but obviously it looked it looked. Uh, it looked like he was potentially going to struggle, and then we had the doubt about Evans. We didn't weren't quite sure what was going on, uh, so the team came out, and there was a, my Twitter timeline was full of sort of shocked horror faces and memes about like, what the hell is that? Uh, what were we thinking about the uh, the starting lineup? How were we all feeling? I was quite encouraged by it, to be honest. Okay, so tell us what you were encouraged about. I just think we've looked so, so poor in all the away games in recent memory. Yeah. I think we've got loads of fixtures coming up. I think we were Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. We've got a good squad. Why not? Why not change things around? Um, McLean in the hole. I like it. Sorry, that sounds a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that bit out. <laughs> if, if this wasn't live streaming on YouTube, Alex, I'd help you, but I can't oh, help man. you there, son. You've dug your own role. <laughs> McLean in the 10 role. I like okay. it. Um, I think he's excellent going forward. Um, I think he's wasted a little bit of left wing back, so I like that idea. Um agree with rested Mullen again. 
He did yeah. a look at it on Saturday against Notts County, and I think Marriott's done all right in the games he's played. So I was encouraged by that. Um, I think Luke Young had a very good game against Sutton when he came on, and people forget just how good he's been for Wrexham. For three quarters of last season, he was probably our player of the season until he um, fell out of the squad for the last few matches. It was great to see Luke Young back. Dolby, okay. Wouldn't have started Dolby. I'd have liked to have seen Palmer, but Palmer wasn't even in the squad, so Palmer might have been injured. Um, Came on. And at the end of the day, yeah, Parky we trust. So I wasn't going to be one of those fans who slags the team off on Twitter saying, what's this, what's this? I know we'll get into the performance and the result later on, but I think he was justified in what he did. Uh, so... Uh... I saw, I must have seen the white Jesus there because oh, Ollie Palmer came on in 70 minutes. It must have been because you paid for it. It's because you paid for it. That's what it was. He must have been on your telly. <laughs> He's only on the illegal stream. <laughs> you want to try the illegal one, Ollie Palmer plays there every week, mate. So, um, Got pushed over in the six-yard box for the penalty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that comment about me playing it threw me off. I'm confused. The beast is back. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Sorry, I mean, I started Palmer instead of Dolby. Yeah, That's no, I get that. But I'll... I'll uh... There's a conversation there. I'll come to you in a minute, then, Richie, about the about what your thoughts on the lineup were. But <laughs> um, Ollie Palmer seems to have just like dropped to the bottom of the pile now. I thought, I thought when Dolby disappeared from the squad, I thought that more maybe sort of maybe he's at the bottom of the pile. But it turns out he was just resting him, I think, um, and that's why he's played last night. So what? I mean, on one hand, I'd say. Oli Palmer gets better when he doesn't play because people pine for him to play. And then when he does play, you know, do we see the same impact of the player that we saw originally when he joined? No, we don't. Um, but on the other hand, he's, he's probably the the best partner for Mullin in the fact that they've, they've got that knowledge together and experience for, what would it be now? Two and a bit years. Two years, yeah, I'll see it's whatever years. it is. Two and a, two and a fraction. Uh, so I can understand why people want him to play, but why... He's getting left out of squads. He's getting 10 minutes here and there. Obviously, I saw him at Salford where he sort of was just trying to, you know, just trying to find out, I think, why he wasn't in the squad even. Yeah. And, like, you know, I watched that conversation with Park. He could see he was fed up. What's going on with Ollie Palmer? Anybody got any idea? Take that area of the pitch. I don't know. I don't think he knows. We've had no consistency. I'd love to see the stats. Obviously, we think, you know, like you said at the moment, we can't do without Fletcher. Fletcher wasn't in the squad last night. Granted, he needed to be rested. Now, normally we would say it's Mullin and somebody else, wouldn't we? But because of the current form yeah. that he's in, and he hasn't scored for a while, obviously he's trying to rotate that up. But when he, I think when you haven't got the answer, that's, all, that's how he seems to be at the moment. Because he just, right, Mario, you have a go. And we'll try, oh, we'll try Dalby today. He's searching where, for the answer then. Yeah, is that what you think? Just because he needs a striker just to get one in. One to go in off his knee, off his ear, just to yeah. fly off in off them to give them a bit of confidence. I think because, you know, Fletcher, Fletcher's always Fletcher. He doesn't seem 
to suffer from confidence. Maybe that's because of his age. He's he's got used to it and he knows how to play the game. And you know, you don't get too high, you don't get too low. But the others, Mari had that big chance, didn't he, last night? Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it too early. Don't spoil it. But that could have been a a bit of a, not a game changer, could have been a season changer for him. Yeah. Um, So uh, I think uh, we'll come back to Kat's comment about Luke Young in a minute because Richie's Richie's determined to spaff about Luke Young. Um, But Kim's got a good point here. Says Ollie's got five goals. That's why he's not playing. Uh, I think there's an element of uh, of truth in that, in the fact that I think Parky's just demanding more from him. He's looking for more from him than just being the uh, hard worker, going a bit of hustle and bustle. I think he's basically saying, "Well, I need goals from you as well." If that's if you're going to be, you know, if you're going to be playing, the only thing I question that with is, do we get much more from Dolby? Uh, so that would be the, you know, that would be the caveat. That would be the counter to the argument of what I've just said, wouldn't it? Because we don't, we get better it's play from in, our, in terms of goals. Because I think, yeah, we get better. We get better play goals. from from Ollie. I don't know. I think I've only seen Dolby have one or two good games this season. One was Mansfield in the cup. Maybe it was excellent. To be fair, but other than that, yes, he works hard, but. He's not really a goal scorer. He's not really the most physical of players. I don't see what he offers ahead of Oli Palmer. Um, but you never know what's going on. Palmer might have said, I want to leave in the summer. He might have yeah, a you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You don't know. You don't know. See, I, I'm with Kim. I, I'm with Kim on this point of view. You've, your front two have to be scoring goals, you know, because you can't rely on just one person scoring the goals, can you? So uh, I think that's been the challenge from Park, and he's just not got the answer that he was looking for. Um, uh, and uh, he's searching now for an alternative. Um, and I'm, I, despite the people, I was getting messages off people at half time saying Mullins not come out for the uh, for the warm up at half time. I think he's going to come on instead of uh, he might come on instead of uh, Dolby. So play Mullin and Marriott. I don't think we're barely going to see that for emergencies only. That. Um, although we played better football last night, ironically, but um, uh, Matt, you got, uh, just get the stats up there. What is the, what, what? How many goals are they on? The strikers, you know, let's just put it there. But Alex, you said like Dalby is on one league goal. What, uh, how many goals have they got? We know what Marriott's on, obviously. Dalby only got one. You're joking, one league goal, league goal. yeah. He's only got one. He scored in the Bristol Street Taxis, didn't he? <laughs> Bristol Street Taxis, yeah. Let me share my screen and see if it'll uh. See if this will give us the answer. There you go. So uh, if this doesn't. Def- oh, it, I think these are specifically to League Two. I think. So has uh, Elliot Lee got fourteen? That about right? League goals, yeah, probably. Yeah. So uh, Ollie Palmer's got five, and Dolby's not even on the first page. Victor Staff's got more goals. Are you sure? I missed something here. There he is. There he is with his one. Yeah, Bickerstaff, yeah, I remember he scored in that. But he scored two in that home game, didn't he, I think? I think so, Swindon yeah, so what... and Walsall he scored at home. Yeah. So what are you thinking, Richie? No, so what I'm just saying, you know, last year we had an array of goals, didn't we, from all over the pitch. Luckily, obviously, we had Elliot Lee before Christmas. Mullins got a few, but obviously not as many as we'd like. So he, he, he went with Dalby, didn't he, for quite a few games. 
Yeah. And that didn't work. You know, that was quite evident. That was just didn't work at all. And then that was while Fletcher was coming back from injury, wasn't it? So then Fletcher, Fletcher plays. But these lads, like, man, it should have had longer. You know, and but you, let me say, we would love to see Marriott and Mullin, but they need to play with the three, don't they? That's the only way you're going to get them to, unless it's probably, really yeah, with, the big, with, with Fletcher yeah. or Dolby or Palmer, we're defending. But you've got to think about it psychologically as well. Dalby thinks he's fifth choice. Next game, he starts. He wasn't. Do you know what I mean? He wasn't even on the bench, was he? On no, Saturday? that's what. That's what. That's yeah. He must have been. I'm assuming he rested him, but. So just you know what? If we don't understand it, then what are they thinking, the players? Oh, just uh, Alex is going to be disappointed here. Luton is beating Liverpool. Just so you know, your accumulator <laughs> is out the window, but it's gone. You? It's like. Uh, I didn't mean to click on that one. It just Brian Brian put it up. Uh, Fletcher is scoring about every sixty-two minutes, and how are we in this situation? What's going on? What's going on? Uh, it's some of this. I don't know if that's. I'm assuming that's accurate, Kim. That is not a pretty stat, is it? Uh, if you're a centre forward, um, so I agree. The, the, the challenge for those two or three. Um, is that they need the goals to go with it in it? So Richie, team, give give us let's quickly go back. When you saw that, what were you, the lineup? What were you thinking? I couldn't understand the amount of changes at a team that is six in the league away from home. I could have got okay. it if it's next Tuesday. So it's too but risky then changing it. I thought so it. because of the form they were in. You know, um, was it four wins in five or something like that, whatever. And I just thought, away from home as well, I thought, mm, what has he done here? Um, if anything, it could, should have happened a couple of games ago. Right. Is what I would have said that. With that. And do that at home. Yeah, take less of a risk, really. Familiar surroundings and all that. But I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. When we started. Talked about the uh, an energy that we had, and I'd agree with that. We did. I don't know whether we, that just happened or whether we played different because we definitely seem to press them more than we've done anybody that I can remember in a long time. Uh, so that came across as an energy and a front-footedness, uh, and that was the thing that stood out for me. Alex was shaking his head, so I think you agree. Yeah, it looked it looked proactive, didn't it? It looked good. Like it's like we knew that they were iffy at the back, so we went to exploit it. Exactly, yeah. Instead of playing within ourselves and trying to defend the other team's strengths in an away match, we put our game on them, which was refreshing to see. Yeah. Okay, the pitch condition and the modernness of the ground might help. We're not playing at a pokey, dark old stadium like Sutton, Salford, for example. Um, but no, this was the Wrexham of the first half of the season in regards to away games. We looked decent and I know we'll get into the game, but it's a game we should have won. Um, who's who? Well, go on then. Give us the give us the gist of you. What were your your thoughts? Give us the pick out points. What was good and what was bad? Good um, was the performance mindset in general. Yeah. I think the bad point from the only bad point was the finishing. Okay. Final ball, final shot. We were we were lacking. Final third, basically, in it, yeah. Not even final third, final kick, final touch, final decision. 
Um, there was one moment in the first half where Dolby could have squared it to Marriott for pretty much yeah. an open goal. Marriott in the second half has missed a one-on-one with a goalkeeper, which should have gone in. Yeah. And those moments dictate the game. Because if we put one or two of those chances in, it's game over, especially with 10 men. Um, really chuffed with the performance just lacking or not missing or not having our shooting boots on cost us in the end. But if we can carry that performance on to Saturday and against Forest Green next Tuesday as well, I think we'll come out of it with at least four points, probably six. We'll talk about the key points in a second. Richie, give us your sort of summary uh, of what you sort of thought. Like I said before earlier on, it was nice to have, I would say, our Wrexham back playing away from home like that. Because we've been to grounds, Accrington, Newport, where we've just literally just sat there, haven't we? And said to say, like, um, let's see what you've got type of thing. But we took the game to them straight away. And that was, was it because maybe we had a bit more of McLean's energy in the middle? And Luke Young, you know, the midfielders looked a little bit sort of maybe tired and fatigued and not being changed a lot. I know we've had the injuries now, but I think it was a bit of a refreshing you know, Amendi was back in as well. So we def- definitely brought more energy into the team, um, which is obviously what the manager wanted and what he's seen. But I could say, at the start of the game, I'd question why he did it for that game. But going into the game, having seen the game now, he was completely right in what he did. OK, let's touch on the... What, what order? Let's touch on the goals first, uh, the goals to start with then. So what are our thoughts on... Uh... Uh, on the goals, lads, do we uh, anything stand out about them? Anything you noticed? I've got something on our on the the goal we conceded. Um, is it all Luke Young's cross? Is is that what we're sort of you know? Was it was that a planned routine or do you think? Because when I watched it, I thought it looked a bit under hit actually that cross and McLean made something out of it and got lucky that the goalie helped scoop it in almost. Um, I think it was one off the training ground to be honest. Definitely one off the training ground and people might say it was under here, it was a bit fluky, I don't think it was. I think Luke Young's put it on a sixpence for McLean who's read it and he's done really well to get it on target because he's about five yards outside that front post. So I'm saying good hook, good corner, great header, questionable goalkeeping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What about their goal, Richie? Um, what did you? What were you thinking of that? I just think he got in that area between O'Connell and Boyle, wasn't he? And he took a bit of a pot shot, really, as well. It was a good finish, don't get me wrong, but it was completely against the run of play. Didn't see it coming at all. Um, I think that guy in midfield had a good ten minutes. The one after did the, the is it Tomlinson? Was it did the great save from? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He started to. He started to turn the screw in a little bit in the field, got a little bit too much room. Um, and it was his through ball, I think it was, um, for the lad to finish. I see he just got in that in between O'Connell and, and Boyle. And I don't know what it was. He just, whether we didn't expect it or we didn't react to it quick enough. And he obviously just got that shot off the into the top corner. It, yeah. was a, it was a poor goal, but you can see it was a good run, if that makes sense, for both yeah. sides. Arthur will be slightly disappointed that he goes that he goes to ground a bit early. Uh, when you watch it back, if you nit yeah you pick it you you nitpicking, but they'll have looked at that, uh, watched it back and gone just stay up a little bit longer, uh, and you probably just catch that. 
Um, but uh, the flip side to that, I said this on the stream with Sean last night, the flip side to that is he does go to ground early on that one at the end. Uh, and that's, you know, and that's a great save yeah. to keep us in it. Because if they'd have stolen that, that would have been an injustice, wouldn't it? That would have been a proper smash and grab. Um, so they should have had, they should have been down to 10 men was the point, uh, uh, in my opinion. How yeah. does, uh, was it Lewington? How does Lewington yeah. stay on the pitch? Because there's a poor referee on the field. Yeah. But it's a definite stamp, isn't it? He knows exactly what he's yeah. doing. If it's not a stamp, it's a kick. Um, but he's, he knows exactly, he, he knows, he, he's not lifting his foot up to get, he's, oh. he's left it at the height that he knows he's going to make contact. Yeah. He's gone out of his way to stamp, was it Andy Cannon who was on the floor? He's gone mm. out of his way to, to stamp on him. And if VAR was in operation, not that I want VAR in League Two, because no, I don't I like agree. it, yeah, but yeah. if VAR was there, definite sending off. It wasn't a natural movement. Um, and he's got a reputation for being a bit of a S house, that Lewington. Been is around Ray Lewington? Dean Lewington. Yeah, but is that, his dad yeah. Ray Lewington? Yeah. Well, could, Do you yeah. know what I mean? He's got sacked by Palace today. I think yeah, uh, I think that's yeah, his yeah. dad. Yeah. Not a good day for the Lewingtons. Wow. Well, you know what? He holds the record for most appearances for one club in the UK, which is, I think he's on about 750. He's 39, is, I think, isn't he? Yeah. 39. Um, yeah. Right, so he's been around the block, put it that way. Shouldn't, shouldn't instances like that though if you've got the video footage they should be where he now he should get a ban for that retrospective not, yeah not about VAR forget that he's now for something like that for a stamp a clear stamp on an opponent yeah that is where Wrexham should be allowed to put that in I know you get you'd get hundreds of instances wouldn't you all over the weekend clubs sending them in and eventually yeah exactly but for something like that, for a clear stamp like that, I'm sorry, I think he should be dealt with. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with that. Um, Arthur had an interesting night. Uh, he went from, he went, uh, I mean, he's pulled off an unbelievable save. Was that just before half time? I can't have lost it was, track. Yeah, yeah, yeah he pulled off this absolute worldy of a save, um, which was, uh, which he's tipped onto the post. Uh, which, although we didn't have a definitive angle, it looked like it was headed in from the angle that I saw. I don't, um, you know, it was definitely going to cause problems. To well, I don't know what was he trying to try to basketball one into his own goal, um, and just for the avoidance of any doubt, not all the ball was over the line. Okay, so let's just get that clear now. There is no conclusive angle. He's held it against the post. That's that's why the liner didn't give it. So. Uh, uh, but you, the, the faces you two have all think we've robbed the uh, robbed the crown jewels here. So you obviously think it went in. You think all in. the ball was over the line. It was in. <laughs> there's no, there's no discussion. It was in. It was a well, goal. There's the discussion because no, there's no conclusive angle that shows it all over the line. That was a goal. It was a goal. <laughs> well, it wasn't because the ref didn't give it. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so you were enjoying the Twitter meltdown as everybody's every team. I mean, it's still we're still trending on Twitter with people talking about that goal. We're nearly twenty four hours later. <laughs> Sorry, that not goal. I should say that that <laughs> save, that save, that save. So I uh, see Brian agrees with me. Not all the ball was over the line. He had it pinned to the post, and that's the point. That's why the liner didn't give it. 
Um, although I, ninety-nine times out of a hundred, they give them, don't they? Well, you know what? For years, I always thought referees had the the buzzer on their watch in this league for when the ball crosses the line, they'll get a yeah. vibration which tells yeah. them it went in. So I didn't realise that's not actually in place in, in football league, league two. Um, I'd, have to, I'd have to Google it to know exactly, but it's massively expensive, isn't it? It's in the championship. Jack, if yeah. you've got, I think, ex Premier League teams, if that makes sense, because the Hawkeye system is already there, naturally. Yeah. Okay. So you can use that, yeah. But going back to what I saw, there's a position where Arthur's in the goal and he's got his hands on the ball on the inside of the post. Yeah. For me, that's over the line. I'd be livid if that was the other way around. So I'll concede that one. I think it went in. I'll, uh, I was just trying to see if there was anything that uh, tells you how expensive it is and stuff. Because um, it's massive. And how many cameras you have to have. It's because it's not... A... Oh, there you go. Um, so for some reason, you have to pay FIFA to install it. Oh, makes... how do you... you have to pay FIFA 15 grand to install it um, to get their seal of approval. Uh, and the camera system, which I, I believe, I think there's one, two, three, I think there's about six cameras, cost 250,000 quid to install it. So that's why it's not everywhere um, still yet. So uh, Okay. But to be fair to the ref and linesman, if you're not sure, you can't, can't give, give it. Can't give it, can you? Can't give it. So. But I don't think I've ever seen anything as close as that, that they've not given it. They always just give them normally. Mm. It's hard to know what angle the referee and the linesman had as well, because Arthur was blocking it as well. So if you can't see it over the line, you can't give it. But I get why MK Dons were livid, because yeah. I think it probably did go in. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's talk about Luke Young, shall we? Let's get Richie's got his sonnet now that he's going to sing or what. I don't know what he's going to. But he came in and did an excellent job. I think most people, I mean, he's right up there. From I think most people, did anybody not give him man of the match? I mean, I could understand if he didn't, but did anybody not? I, th- I thought he was up there. Yeah, he was up there with McLean with me for me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can understand. You I, you know, I, you, you can pick one or the other. Um, if you're a midfielder, you probably, you know, you, you, a traditional midfielder, you might pick Youngie. But uh, go on then, Richie. You were desperate to messaging me today, uh, messaging us today, saying, "Come on, let's talk about Luke Young." So go, go on. The floor is yours. Well, Bad, we'll start with his 250th game for the club to yeah. start with. Yeah. Uh, he came in there and gave us an energy, and we played and we moved the ball forward. And he is probably one of the only ones where we can play on that. Where we can, when they had the ball, the press was on, wasn't it? And he was one of the best at doing the press uh, easily. And I just think. And I, I'll get disagreements, I don't care. George Evans could not have done what Luke Young did last night. I'll tell you that now. No, different player, yeah. Yeah, you can't do that at all. And it's nice to have that option off the bench, which we don't use enough at all. The lad, obviously, has been treated badly, to start with, by Parkey. And I'll, I, I'm not going to change that, because he should have come into the team a lot earlier and sooner than what he has done. But he gave us another... And there's a reason why he's wearing that captain's armband last night. He came in and put in a fantastic performance for us. And he will probably be the difference between us winning the league and finishing second or third. Because I think he'll get a run of games now. You cannot drop him. I was disappointed that he didn't play on Saturday and James Jones come in. As well as James Jones did, I was still disappointed that 
Luke didn't start because I thought he should have started. Um, he knows not to count here, obviously, inside out because we played against him a few t- last year, haven't we? But it, no, for me, he was he was why we did so well was a big part. He wasn't just by himself, but he encouraged others and he sort of gave us that rallying cry and we kept on going forward and forward. And like like I think Kim said, we had 18 shots. A lot of that was down to the forward playing of the way he got the ball and he'd give it into Barney and just encouraging him, go on, son, take him on, have a go at him all the time. Okay, interesting. Uh, Alex, um, do you... Uh, do you think he's been treated badly? I think was was the Richie's phrase. Uh, so go on, follow that up. Yeah, I think he has been treated badly, both by management and by the fans as well. We've written him off. Um, people, I mentioned it earlier, he was so, so good that season. First three quarters of the season until he lost his place in the team, he was my player of the year. Um, he's won player of the year with us two years, I think, 2019 and 2020. And for people to just write him off like that, I think it's been very, very unfair. And you know what? So made up for him yesterday. He silenced a lot of his critics and he just set the standards for the whole team. And I think he was the reason why we played so much better. Full of energy, covered every blade of grass. Everything he did was professional. Hardly gave the board away, was positive. Easily the man of the match for me. And that's with Oconquo and McLean both having really good games as well. And I hope now, like Richie says, he gets a good run in the team and we can um, we can build on his performance because he was fantastic. And I think away from home especially, he's a great player to have because he just runs and runs and runs and runs and demands such high standards from all the other players in the team as well. Yes, he's not the most technically gifted player we've got, but you know, with Luke Young, you'll always give 110% and he won't go missing in those games. And we're going to need him in these big matches between now and the end of the season. OK, just for a minute then, let me play devil's advocate. Uh, Richie, why has Parkey dropped him and almost like, oh, why did he disappear? So why is it that Evans and Cannon uh, and Jones have been the regular players that have played uh, and not Young? Because he was already there at the club when Parkey came. So, but if he was good enough, Parkey would pick him, no? Something's happened, doesn't it? You know, there's things which I'm not going to say on here, which I've I've heard. They're not going to start a rumour mill because I don't know for 100%. But, yes, I'm not knocking George Evans. I'm not saying he's not a good player at all. But you've got to have that variability in midfield. You can't just play... The same three players in midfield, which he constantly did. Yeah, no, I get that. Get yeah, that. and it's affected us. You know, we keep we had a conversation of the week about Toza's throw, didn't we? How it has, yeah. you know, we've only scored we haven't scored one goal from it. How many goals have we scored from corners? Not as many, and that's down to the delivery. Um, Elliot Lee's yeah. delivery is poor from corners. That's not, yeah. you know, that, that's a fair comment to make. James McQueen's is better. Don't get me wrong, but we haven't got that um, sort of the outswinger, have we? that Luke puts in, you yeah. know, he goes into the team, corner last night, we got a goal from it. Yes, McLean did make a lot of the opportunity coming into the box, but that does make a big difference. Something's gone on, hasn't it, which we're obviously not privy to, um, for it to happen. You know, club captain, you know, just sort of dropped and chucked out the squad altogether, which is what 
a lot of people cannot understand. Um, and like Alex laid to there, these some of these away games, the Accrington and the Newports of the likes, they're his games, aren't they? They're the kind of games where roll up your sleeves, get stuck into them early. Come on, boys, this is what it means to wear this shirt. And I think that's what we've been missing. But it was great to see last night when he came back in. Yeah, um, I think uh, I don't. I don't think it's just because he wasn't. He wasn't Parky's sort of signing. I guess is the is the thing. I think he's just bought far superior players. Um, but I think he should get more games. Um, I think there is games where we watch. I watch Andy Cannon sometimes. Uh, much as we sing his praises, he's got some bad championship habits uh, that he needs to get out of his game. Uh, especially that one where he feels a tiny bit of pressure on the back and he throws himself on the floor. Um, he needs to start being a little bit stronger and a bit better at offering for the football because uh, he doesn't often seek the ball from the defenders. Um, but I don't think Phil Parkinson looked... looked I think Parky... I mean, it was Stockport, really. He disappeared after that Stockport game, Luke Young, didn't he? Him and Boyle uh, sort of disappeared into into the ether. Um I don't think Parky's just thought, well, you're just not my player. I think he's looked at it and gone, I think I've just got better players and I'm just going to find a way of doing it. Um, but I think what we, where we should get credit that he doesn't often, and I, we do say this now and again, is that when Parky came in, he asked Luke Young to play a deeper deeper role than he was he did for us originally. And then the second season, he asked him to play a deeper role again um, that he didn't, that wasn't natural to him. Um, and there's been no moaning or whining. He's just got on with it, and he? We don't hear anything. Um, yeah. uh, and I think that's where, that's why he's the captain, because he sets the example. It's like, let's just get on with this and do your best. Um, so I think from that point of view, he deserves uh, a ton of credit. Um, and I think, as Kim said, um, I mean, there's no talk. I've not heard any whispers about him getting a new deal. Um, uh, none of those lads, really, that we haven't signed him already. You think we'd have announced them the same time as Mullen and Lee, wouldn't you? If we were going to be offering these lads deals, you'd expect it. That's what we do. Um, yeah, I would. Yeah. You, you know, um, but, you know, he's playing for a contract somewhere, but the question is where. Uh, that'll be the really interesting to see where he goes. Um, but uh, let, let's hope they handle that properly. You know, give him some uh, attention when he, if, if and when he does leave. Uh, give it, you know, do it right. Uh, you know, make a fuss of him. Uh, you know, do some nice articles on him and nice videos and some of that stuff and be thankful. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, um, I think, uh, oh, John, uh, John said Jordan Davis should be playing too. Don't get, uh, don't get that one either. I think the problem is he's not played so, he's played so little football. He's not, and we don't have reserve games. He's, it's hard, isn't it? He's got, he's going to have to play a lot of sub appearances to get some fitness up. It'd be hard to throw him in, wouldn't it? If we, you know, uh, he'd, he'd be dead after 20 minutes, wouldn't he? Well, the thing with Jordan is, is also, is that the guy who played his position, really, Elliot Lee. Yeah, it's been has, exceptional. It's been unbelievable, isn't he, before Christmas? Um, and that's obviously difficult, isn't it? So it's, it's sort of biding your time, and he's had a few injuries again, isn't he? Which hasn't yeah. helped him. Yeah. Uh... Uh, Kim just said George Evans is just a lot better, but you need energy off the bench, and that's the thing. You know, this is where you could you use him to see games out and let him, let him get a level of fitness so that when he does come in, he gives himself the best chance, doesn't he? So, yeah. um, so yeah, uh, let, red cards then, uh, there was for descent, I'm assuming he's obviously gone after because that was straight after the Aconquo save, wasn't it? 
Um, yeah. But then Will Boyle gets his two yellow cards, and from my understanding, that might be a two-game ban because he's uh, yeah, he's, he's missing one. Yeah. Yeah. So we, he's going to miss two games. So the back line's got to change. So um, what do we think of the Boyle one? Because I think uh, I didn't see many people arguing for him, but I think people thought it was like harsh or. I don't, know what, I don't know what the word is, soft, whatever you want to call it. What do you think, Alex? Um, sorry, this is my last contribution. I do have to shoot off after this. But yeah. you know what? I'm looking at Parky for this red card. I'm thinking so you've got Boyle on. Boyle on a yellow. They've just brought on a guy on. He's going to run at him. Why don't you just make a switch, bring Tozer on or bring another defender on? I think it was an accident waiting to happen, which could have been anticipated by the management team. I think he's actually a bit unlucky, Boyle. Looking at the replays, I think the player goes down very, very easily. But if you look at where the foul was made and how many players MK had forward, I can see why the the referee's given a second yellow. Um, I also think if Boyle has touched him, it's a good foul to give away because otherwise he would have been in on goal. Um, so I'm not annoyed at Boyle like I was for the Newport game when we got sent off. I think that could have been anticipated by Parkey and he could have made the change and we could have kept 11 on the pitch and probably would have won the game as well. We were all over him when it was yeah. 11 v 10 and we should have scored one or two. Um, but as soon as it's 10 v 10, then we kind of sat in for a point and you're lucky we did get the point in the end. So... I mean, the referee got it right just about, um, but not annoyed at Boyle. My frustration would be would be more with the management team who should have made a sub. Yeah, Parky called it Rafi's challenge, which was quite interesting. Um, yeah. You know, he has uh, he has said that. Uh, you jump off, mate, if you want, and we'll just wrap up, uh, and we'll speak to you in the week, buddy. Cheers, guys. Speak All to right, you later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kim's point is is interesting. Boyle's slow when he gets turned. Yeah, uh, that that is you know he's not an agile sort of defender. And he's not he, he doesn't get up to speed quick, does he? That's his uh, that's his problem. Oh, he's like a Titanic. I think Parky did allude to it in the interview, didn't he? Also, he said the midfielder pushed up a little bit as well. We were exposed basically because we had the extra man, and yeah, yeah his cover wasn't there, wasn't it? And whereas. We had covered it quite well most of the night, haven't we, so far, before that incident, really? Yeah, Boyle, Brian said Boyle's overrated. Quite interesting. It's interesting that he's definitely not lived up to the, uh, the expectations. No. Um, he does. He does. I think uh, Mark Crichton tweeted and said, this lad can't stay on a football pitch. Yeah, uh, he did, yeah. And that, you know. But what he should have done is, um, and he'll know this, is he should have just stayed on his feet, stayed up as long as he can, tried to shepherd him away from goal as long as he could, um, and you have to hope that somebody recovers or the goalkeeper saves it because you know you're on a yellow card. So, yeah. you know, that's and what you should It's his first tackle. It's his first yellow that got him the sending off, really. Basically, yeah. yeah. Because it was a silly tackle to make, wasn't it? I know yeah. the referee at that point, he'd missed the Lewington one at that point, I think. Um, and then it was sort of the next challenge foul type of thing. And then it was, you just you, you could just see it, couldn't you? The boy was going to get the oh well any Wrexham player would get the yellow. He missed the red for Lewington, which is a clear red. So it wouldn't it doesn't matter who it was. It was just sod's law that it was Boyle who made the challenge and he got the yellow really. 
Um, so John just said, how can anyone live up to expectations when he doesn't play? Well, he did play at the start of the season and he was taken out of the squad after the 5-0 spanking by Stockport. Um, and then he's not recovered from that. So, you know, uh, this is supposedly a far superior centre-half that is struggling to get in our back line because of his performance levels. And then when he does get in, he's getting sent off all the time. So that's how that's that's not what you expect from a supposed sort of championship level uh, defender. He's too inconsistent. His best game was against Tranmere um, in the away game. He was really good in that game. Um, but um, that's been the key, you know, and he's had a couple of games there that you, you sort of pointed out. But there's, you know, how many red cards now is it? How many games did he miss from the red cards? They're not accidents. There's people saying he's an accident waiting to happen a lot of the time. Uh, so that's the problem is uh, he uh, he exposes himself and he leaves himself vulnerable. Um, all right. Anything else about MK then before we... Uh... They let me... I, I was expecting a lot more from them. Yeah, given the form they were in. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think... Um... I think I'm not sure what's happened with their strikers or whatever. Obviously, you know, a couple have gone out on loan. You know, East has gone to Exeter, I think. Yeah. But I was not from, and obviously, listen to your your chat with the MK guy. I was yeah. expecting massive things of them. I thought it was going to be a bit of uh, more defending, you know, in our own 18 yard box. But yeah. I just didn't. They didn't to me. They will not finish it as much as I obviously you've got this hatred for Stockport. They will not be finishing the top three. MK, no chance. No, well, I mean, they created two good moments. The one was the goal uh, where they cut through us and the second one was the save at the end for Arthur. Those were the two cleverest things that they did, really. Well, other than that, they struggled at the back. Uh, they couldn't really play out from the back. They didn't look comfortable doing it. Um, and, you know, we did well to keep pressing them and sort of break up the play. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's, uh, that's going to be interesting. So we've got... Got some selection issues coming up this weekend, but we'll uh, we'll just have to see how it plays out, aren't we? Uh, we have to see who John John alludes here is Hayden and Toddycliffe made a glass, uh, yeah, and they're both out of contract. So how do you how do you throw in somebody that you've kind of already saying we don't really want you, but we you know, but we'll stick you in this week, lads. Um, so I think Toza comes in this weekend anyway. That's 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 the ultimate thing. It'll yeah. be Toza sniping. O'Connell go to one side, Max to the other. And O'Connell can play on the right. He's just looked comfortable, more comfortable. In the centre, he looks much better, doesn't he? He's a, he's a, he's a centre of the three, isn't he? He definitely, yeah. uh, for me, he's, he's proven that in the last couple of games, really. I agree with Kim. When they had Acer and who was the other guy they had up front? They oh. were electric, weren't they? They ripped us apart. Yeah. yeah. In August, yeah. they looked like they were going to run away with the league, having just come down. Whereas, uh, you know, now they look a bit depleted in that squad. So... Uh, so yeah, we will uh, we will see. So let's just touch on we 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 touched on Gillingham. Let's just have a guess at what's going to happen at Forest Green, and we'll wrap up. What do we think? I think uh, I think we'll get a two two nil win. Okay. Um, I think it will probably rotate again. But having seen that, what I seen last night, um, that doesn't you know I know they're fighting for their lives at the bottom, but I wouldn't I would say. A comfortable win there, I think, um, as long as it's on, as long as we get, you know, cup full of rain and it could be in danger, couldn't it, again? You never know with them. Yeah. Yeah, just a point there John's made about Barnett over Bolton. I thought Barnett's final ball was much better than Bolton's yesterday. 
Bolton yesterday was the exact player that I that was described to me by Danny, this Alford fan. It was exactly that, wasn't it? His final ball was really erratic. Uh, hopefully they'll uh, hopefully they'll iron that out for him. Uh, whereas when uh, uh, Barney came on, his final ball was uh, although he wouldn't always find a player, it was in a much better area. Uh, Bolton often hit the first man. I thought. Uh, well, I've I've made a joke. I was calling him Michael Bolton. But I'm going to start calling him Danny Bolton because every time he goes across the ball, think about Danny, Danny now. Yeah, that, and yeah. It, he got his spot on. He was right, wasn't he? Basically, so far we've seen he's right. He's electric pace, but he's um, his final ball is inconsistent. So we're going to get yeah, some of that, and it's frustrating. I think is what he said. The incident in the first half when he's run through the middle of the pitch with the ball. Oh, and he gives it to he, he kicks had, it too like far on Marriott. We had like a four on three. Yeah, and looking for Mark Griffiths, and he and he passed it, and the centre half got it that he was meant to, it was meant for Marriott, and he he says, oh, and that ball for Marriott, and just thinking, we're playing in black, mate. Yeah, you know, it wasn't quite good that ball. He just couldn't execute that pass, could he? Yeah, which is interesting because considering he's supposedly better as a winger, you think he would be better at that than uh, yeah. you know, because yeah. that is a key element of your, your final ball and stuff is a key element of the game, isn't it? So uh, yeah, so yeah, all right, so I'm I think we'll win as well. Um, I think we, yeah, you're more, yeah, I think we might keep a clean sheet, might get a two or a three nil, uh, Forest Green. Uh, I'm hoping they're just gonna be as bad as they've been most of the season, so uh, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll see, right? Should we leave it there? Yeah, have you had enough? Oh, I've just got it. My only other little whinge is the Notts County manager and the MK manager. I know they have big decisions go against them, but all this crap about how we, the, the referees. Because yeah. they play Wrexham and this inferior or whatever. So, uh, yeah, we're just going to buy some more brown envelopes, I think. That's what it must it be. Is, it yeah. is a bit a bit cringy, isn't it, when you sort of see that and what they're implying? Well, to me, they should be in trouble for that. You know, I'm not saying because we're Wrexham fans and we're Wrexham followers, but, you, you know, if Parky gone out and said, oh, well, uh, because they're down near the bottom of the league, that's obviously why he give them all his decisions. Next thing, Phil Parkinson gets his one-game ban from the FA, wouldn't he? Yeah, you can't do what they're saying. It's not you, you know you're questioning the integrity, aren't you, of an official? Yeah, it's yeah, it was a bit naughty, I thought. Uh, so John, who I spoke to last night, said I'll take four points from the next two. Yeah, I, th- I think that. I, I to be honest, we might. I bet you we do that. We do it in the opposite way we think. So we'll go to Gillingham and win, and then we'll go and draw Forest Green or something, <laughs> won't we? Uh, but I think if we take four points uh, and then get another home game. I don't think that'll be the worst. Uh, that wouldn't be the worst, would it? Um, although Kim thinks we win. should, Kim thinks we should win them without difficulty, which is, uh, I, yeah. We'll, uh, you know, I don't think we do anything without difficulty, really, do we? Funnily enough, but uh, no. All right, let's leave it there then, mate. Shall we? Yeah, Thanks no very way. much. We'll come back okay. next week. We'll do it again. Yeah. We'll do it quicker next week. We won't have so many guests, perhaps. I enjoyed that. The green room was uh, Jonathan Ross. It was all right. <laughs> just, I, can I just say, people, uh, just be careful if you do buy the proper live stream because Ollie Palmer is invisible. He's, uh... <laughs> We're not going to let him live that down. I'm going to draft up of him. I'm going to send him invisible man. Being you, go and spam him. Right. Yeah. This, everyone, this is what you need to do. You need to find Alex on Twitter. And send him invisible man memes, right? What's his uh, what's his at, uh, username? Carter12, is it something? No, he's at only one Carter, right? 
So now everybody needs to go and send him memes of the Invisible Man. Um, because he thinks Ollie Palmer didn't play. <laughs> he wasn't even in the squad. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Let's, right, let's so let, we... everybody, let, yeah, let's let everybody have their tea or whatever they're going to do. Have a good day, everybody, and we'll see you again next week, yeah? Yep, see you soon. Cheers, see you, <laughs>